the podcast, everybody. It is me, James Lindsay. We are back with the one and only Brandon Stables, my co-host. Say hello, Brandon. Say hello to the to all the lovely people out there. Yeah, hey, lovely people. How the hell are you? We are Polarized Podcast. You're, okay. And I bet you're wondering, what are you talking about? This James Lindsay who just walked right into my earbuds and said hello while I'm doing laundry. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, this is a podcast about movies in particular. The type of movies are the ones that you would be perusing on the website Rotten Tomatoes and you would find two camps, audience camp, critics camp. And there are times when these two camps disagree with one another. And this, in my opinion, are these are the movies that are ripe for conversation. And and that's why we are here today. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this out of the way as well. We took a fat old fat old break <laughs> hiatus there for a second. If anybody uh, noticed, um, we were gone for a bit. I was deathly ill, not with not with the corona, not with the delta, uh, something else entirely. Um, it could be the next thing, but I don't. I was sick, and then I went. Uh, that's a little teaser for next week. Um, mm-hmm. I. I was sick, and then immediately after, went out of town to uh, house sit my sister's place. And we've been gone and not uh, doing this. And I, I have to say, Brandon, I've missed you, and I've missed the podcast, and I'm glad we're back, baby. And I have a glass of re- of white wine ready to talk uh, about a movie. Hell yes. Yeah, we've been gone on a hiatus, just, you know, uh, a sick leaf, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what, James? And Cara, too. Well, we'll bring her in. But uh, I, I've been missing this as well. Like, this is just such a good and fun time to talk about movies. And we're watching movies that are polarizing. They're polarizing from uh, the perspective of Rotten Tomatoes, whether critics like it or um, or audience like it, you know, and vice versa. Large discrepancy there. And this movie to come back to just feels like a nice, like, glass of wine, like a nice yes. time to to ease back into it. It's nothing that's really challenging. It is just, um, a, it's so fun, and then it's just so light. And I'm ready. I'm excited for it. Yeah, nice white wine on a hot summer day. Um, and the movie that, that we are talking about is The Holiday. Uh, yep. With, it's, it's an ensemble cast, uh, a host of people. We got uh, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black are the main, main people. Um, but before I go any further, we, we are going to need some help, more help, to, yep. to discuss mm-hmm. this movie. And with the trend that we were running with the past two episodes of having guests people actually want to join us on this on these uh voyages of conversations <laughs> that that we go on um we have a very special guest today her name is cara hello. say hello cara hello i'm cara <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that that is her that, this, is that was my formal introduction 
it was such a good movie to have you on. I'm excited to talk to you about this I because I think it really, like having two men discuss the, a romantic comedy, I feel like we would not bring up or it, like we wouldn't find certain things about the relationships here, which is really what this movie is about. And so, uh, yeah, like I'm so effing excited to talk to you, both of you guys about this because this movie is I understand where critics are coming from but I you know I I, I I'm on the audience side I get where I get why people rate this so highly because it's just such a fun movie it's such a good time um, and we'll get into it uh, about why I guess it's like why the critics don't like it but overall all of these people in this movie are fucking great and um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of not a Cameron Diaz fan, <laughs> but nonetheless, like the Kate Winslet, the, uh, the Jude Law, and even the Jack Black of it all was just so fun and enjoyable to just have them be really kind of themselves in this movie. It's, it, it isn't them putting on a character, really. It's just like them together in a movie. And it's, yeah, I... The whole time I'm like, oh, okay, all right, this is great. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, in, I'm into this. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's some drama at the beginning, and there's all the setup to put the people in the position to go through their arc and everything. But when I see that poster and I see the holiday, and then you see kind of how it's split up. If anyone's seen the poster, I think you know the people who are who are couples are <laughs> um, are yeah. So we got Jude Law on top and Cameron Diaz and uh, Kate Winslet and Jack Black on bottom. And I guess I never realized that it really was like split down. Like Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz only have that one scene together. But I I thought it might have been even more ensemble. Like they for for some reason just seeing that poster. Uh, I never seen the movie, and up until I just recently watched it uh, yesterday, um, I thought it for, was for some reason they were all like snowed in in a cabin, and they all had to like spend the holidays together as like some like <laughs> wow. misfit like group of like uh, yeah. people that don't that aren't a couple, but then somehow like learn more about, or they're like, they are a couple and they like learn more about each other or something. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought it was like, Oh, let's all go out to this cabin together as four people. But this must be so fascinating. I'll, I'll do more segments on what I thought the movie would have been from just from the poster, but well, it's more um, complicated so than that. Uh, oh, it's complicated. Do you want to talk? Don't, oh, oh don't get Myers there. Right don't go the there. Bat? Are we talking Nancy Myers right off the bat? Because so the same person who directed this movie also directed It's Complicated. Something's got to give. Something's got to give as well. Another, she Nancy. Okay, I had to do. I, I not. We just to. we I, just watched that one recently. Yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed my deep dive into Nancy Myers because. <laughs> She just has such a look about her movies that once you just go, oh yeah, she did. It's complicated. She did. Um, uh, she something's got to give. Like those are so similar to yeah. this movie in look. Um, no, the, the char there's like, a character. There's. I mean, we just watched. Yeah, there is. We just watched there. something's got to give, and I, I, to be honest, like I have 
a real fondness for it's complicated but in in all three of those movies there's the woman who wears like like linen white mm-hmm. and it's kind of breezy and uh they're like, like a, a, Jill. and they're like a writer <laughs> who's who, who's jay jill it's a clothing brand for oh. well all types of women but typically geared towards the older okay. white linen got it yeah. got it yeah it's it, that it's it's that kind of like you maybe they live by a beach or they're or they're just kind of <laughs> like uh, i mean that's I think that's Diane, Diane, Diane Keaton in Something's Gotta Give. I think she lives by a beach or, or something like that. And, and she just, and, and those characters are all, and I, we realized, Car and I watched it together. Spoiler alert. We live together. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're in a relationship. Just to put it out there. we watched It's this, complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's, complicated. it's all right. It's complicated. But we watched this movie together and we had a great time. We watched Something's Gotta Give together. We had a great time. But we realized, I realized at least watching those two so close together and seeing it's complicated like almost once a year for the past like couple like I don't know five years <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like it's just like it puts me in a happy place for some reason um, that character is very consistent throughout and I re- realize that it is kind of just Nancy Myers. I, I feel like and then it, also it, beyond it totally is. also beyond that not to like go too hard on Cameron Diaz you already you already brought it up but um seeing fucking Meryl I mean I get it it's fucking Meryl Streep and it's and it's complicated and Diane Keaton and something's got to give some of the best uh, actors ever to to act and and do it but then you see Cameron Diaz essentially play the same role oh my god it was rough it was rough man because there's in car and Cara you were you were saying it too it's just like She's doing the same thing that Diane Keaton... She's doing all the same movements and mm-hmm. acting techniques as Diane Keaton. She is basically trying to be Diane Keaton. It's just mm-hmm. so much more Total. different. But, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't dislike Cameron Diaz as much as you do, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't no. as bad yeah. for me. It was okay until she was by herself, and she was looking at stuff on the computer and talking to herself i was about to lose it oh my god i was about to lose my mind i was yelling at the tv and i was talking to myself and getting angry but then we had i had this we had this whole conversation about how you would talk to yourself and make it believable because that's just kind of hard but she was like enunciating everything and being like oh wow a house renting or house switching website look at this Ooh, this is this looks great. I'm going to do this. And then you switch to Kate Winslet and she's doing Naturally. the same thing. And she's like, right. And then she's kind of like under her breath, like real life kind of, I don't know. Just But I mean, sometimes when I'm talking out loud to myself, I'll be like, Oh, like, I don't know. I kind of overdo it too, mm-hmm. where I'm like, Oh my God, look at this. Oh wow. This is cool. Oh wow. Do do do. You know, like I'm, kind of pretend I'm also being recorded and like I don't know I, I'm not saying yeah. that I love Cameron Diaz but she some people are like that. I shouldn't go so hard on her and that that'll be that'll be my my thing that that uh became because I think she works really well with other other people when she was around other people then it's it's another thing and I thought her and Jude Law's chemistry was was pretty good and her in a pretty ro- good though. Her, her, pretty good. Her in a ro- her in a romantic comedy kind of like makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Like, it's, 
I've only seen bits of this. What is it? The sweetest thing. And I remember, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. I remember kind of enjoying that one. Um, but, Mm -hmm. but her around like other people, I think helps, helps a lot to bounce off of. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I won't go, I won't go so hard on Cameron Diaz. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, it's interesting because I feel the exact same way and she's obviously like gets roles and has been a really prominent actor. So I, I would assume that what the energy she's bringing just doesn't land with me as a guy, but I could understand it landing with girls more because Mm -hmm. there is such a quirky, goofy, like, uh, ness to her that makes her seem endearing, makes her seem honest, but I think the thing that I pick up the most on that I just don't like is that she just always sounds like she's in a movie and she's not the person, she's not the actual character. And at times I'm just like, man, you, you're more having fun being on this set than you are being in this character. And that, that to me, sometimes just, I don't know, I just, it gets great. She's always the same, it seems like. She's not really trying to be a new character. She's just being herself. Even when she's trying to be Diane Keaton or Nancy Myers. (laughs) Which I, like, when you were saying all the stuff about talking to yourself, that's just what I picture Nancy Myers doing on a regular basis of just kind of like, huh, so I guess I'm going to write a movie script. Hmm, what should it be about? Uh, Well, let's, uh, I've always, I'm like in LA and I have this nice house and all these great things. Like, what if I, but I'm just not happy today. I wish I was just somewhere else. I bet there's someone in London who feels the same way and wants to be in LA, you know, I, and that's what Diane Keaton does. And she, and and she talks out, but she talks out that whole. Yeah. And you know, it's just, I guess it is just kind of different for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but I it's mean, Diane process. Keaton's a legend, but she's such a fucking legend. Yeah. Cause she has uh, her moments where she's over the top and then she has her moments where she's like whispering like, Oh, let me take a look at this. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Look at that. And she's goofy and kind of... there are times where she's like, wow, what's going on here? Like, just talking so loudly, so... I don't yeah. know. And reacting to all the wacky shit Jack Nicholson is doing. I, that, oh. that that movie is, is a lot of fun, and, and she is the main reason it's it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like, she's in the majority of it. As with It's Complicated and, and Meryl Streep, and these are both kind of, yeah, like, older white women... Uh, kind of trying to go through the get to the next phase of their life it seems like who are accomplished but for whatever reason haven't don't are in kind of like a rut uh romantically at least the at least something's got to give and it, it's complicated it it seemed like that was kind of the the case with with those movies um but seeing accomplished women play those parts is is really fun for me to to see because it just kind of like make make sense and seeing yeah like Meryl Streep and Diane Keaton just kind of like living in this nice house and dealing with like rich people problems it just kind of like is an easy transition for me to make because those are probably some of the I don't know <laughs> maybe some of the things that they actually deal with as well, as well being rich white women themselves mm-hmm. and I don't know maybe that that's a strange strange point to make but <laughs> um yeah it's it's interesting because a, a theme and it's kind of noted by critics and whatnot is that Nancy Myers has this thing about 
the characters are living in really nice places and have these really like wonderful the big thing in specific is the kitchens are always really oh, really nice yeah. in, right. in nancy meyer i love all the kitchen scenes we mentioned oh. that that they're always cooking like late at night or like oh. there's some sort of like cooking that's one, date that's the best scene and i love that i love that so yeah. that is a dream just, date for me oh that totally that part and it's complicated she spends like the whole night like i think baking like chocolate croissants or something like that and she has this big ass oh. kitchen and she's like this amazing baker and and seeing meryl streep just yeah it must also, have, it must have been right before julie and julia <laughs> i'm realizing i've never seen it's complicated because i do not remember that scene we're doing it or anything else we're gonna do it we're talking about. i'll go i was i was having a fun time and brandon maybe you did a deeper dive on nancy myers than i did i, 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 I kind of wish i did but even just looking through imdb it's just kind of like yeah trap Oh yeah, Parent Trap. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was her, that was her breakout. Which is Lindsay Lohan is in this movie, and what oh, was reported is, oh. is that Lindsay oh. Lindsay Lohan owed Nancy Myers, <laughs> or Nancy Myers called in a favor to her and said, "You owe me." And so Lindsay Lohan was in this movie because of it. She had already known James Franco kind of briefly, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'll do this." And then so that's how he uh, kind of just like was like, "Oh, it's Nancy Myers." It's, what did you know? It's Lindsay. What did she? Oh, I'm so curious. She was like, "What Eleven in the Parent Trap?" What did What did she do? I guess it's just how big gave of a her a break. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, gave, gave her her break, and Parent Trap really kind of set her on a path for stardom. So there was this, and I'm sure Nancy Myers, given how like very non-aggressive mm-hmm. or uh, uh, vanilla these movies are, I'm sure <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, you owe me as like a fun thing, not as like I'm holding this. <laughs> over your head. I don't know, man. <laughs> Nancy so, Myers just, might be part of the Hollywood Mafia. Probably. You never know. Oh, I mean, there is a vibe about that because <laughs> this movie it promotes Tinseltown quite a bit. Oh, this um, is a lot more about Hollywood than I thought I'd be. Oh, my God, yeah. And, yeah, it's so meta in that way because there, Nancy Myers, to her credit, like, really pours in like her psyche into these movies she writes what she knows for sure she writes what she knows the characters are writers the main characters are always writers of some sort right Mm -hmm. writers of some sort they work in movies Mm -hmm. they just like you know or at least they're at a level of their career that they're like making enough money or in power enough where it's Mm -hmm. similar the trailer the trailer thing with cameron diaz though is (laughs) oh my truly a, a wonderful element to this movie and i thought it was i thought it was pretty well implemented too when she there were breaks Absolutely. like the edit breaks with with her i thought that and oh man that job that just that job title alone you could write i just feel like that's that sounds like fun to write about it like oh a person in movie trailers or something like that and you're especially watch watching a movie that's just like such a funny element of of hollywood too and for her to be doing that i i don't know that yeah, it's the, I, I've mentioned it to you, Brandon. Maybe maybe I have before, but there's like this movie. Just like to speak of funny jobs, uh, there's a stupid movie where um, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder go to wine country and drink wine. I forget what it's. I think it's just called Wine Country or something like that. But mm. it's a really bad movie. But the best part of it was Keanu Reeves' job was. Uh, one of the guys that works at JD Power and Associates, and he's like, 
very prideful about working at JD Power and Associates and that like it's like really the end all be all of like I, I don't know what the fuck they even do what do they like rate cars and yeah. shit like that and he's just kind of like yeah we're like we're the voice like behind like what is a good or bad car at all and he's just like super serious and prideful about it and I just oh, thought that's, that's like such a good character such a funny funny ele- element and uh totally yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, all of them had really cool jobs. I just, okay, the one thing that I have, though, is the Kate Winslet job is she's a, she writes about weddings? Yeah, it seems like she writes <laughs> about weddings. That's a weird job. Like, how, so. There's always, like, the, it? well, I mean, I, I haven't read a newspaper in a really long time, <laughs> but they used to have those, like, you know, what, yeah, the announcements and, you know, but. But maybe it's more of a thing in in London. Who knows? Oh, potentially, yeah, because they got all those like royal family stuff. Okay, then okay, that makes more sense. Like this person of like, like this, yeah. Maybe last names are a really big the, deal. The Duke because and certain, Duchess of whatever, yeah. Is, certain is last names go far, really far back, or some shit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that was the only job where I was like. Which is so funny because it almost was just in service of that moment <laughs> where, uh, where, uh, <laughs> l- 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 what is it? What's his name? What's Jasper, his name? Bloom. J- Jasper, Jasper Bloom. Jasper Bloom. Jasper Bloom. And it was just kind of funny because you don't know what she writes about. You just understand like she works at the Telegraph and whatever. And then they're all in that bullpen and then the, her boss or whatever calls her out and like, where's Iris at? Oh, I we got a story for you. It's Jasper Bloom's getting married, and it just was like. So for for a bit, I was like, "Why would she be the one writing about this?" And she's like, the only one working at the holiday party. I kind like, of got it because, like, at the beginning of like, she's narrating like her sto- her story that she's writing at the holiday party. Like, she's talking about love so she is some sort of like love dating columnist which Mm. was what i thought i didn't think it was specific to weddings but then i guess it kind of ties in i like that yeah and she did have that narration at the beginning of the movie and then never had a narration ever again and i was i was wondering if they were gonna tie that in something with something more that or ha- have her kind of speak at the end kind of we watched about a boy recently and i uh, that, that was that sort of thing where like Hugh Grant had kind of his thesis statement at the beginning and yeah, then like kind of had like a wrap, a close, closing point at the end. And she kind of had these big sweeping kind of statements about love, like love is this, love is that, um, at the, and then she, but I did, I did take away the, when she talked about the unrequited love, I, I thought that was a, that was something that set her character up really well with the whole Jasper Bloom thing. But the narr- narration, I don't know when, it just kind of some of that stuff feels out of out of place when it's setting everything up or not out not out of place but almost too in place where it's just like a producer yeah. a producer's note totally. of kind of just like well we got you we got everyone set up and everything and we we got everyone's scenes you know before but it's like um yeah I I always wonder if there's a way to just remove that and and whether it's really necessary at all and yeah yeah. But I did, yeah, I mean, the the unrequited love and kind of just like Kate Winslet's views on love 
it's not really made like super clear with what she said besides just maybe that she's like a hopeful romantic i guess is mm -hmm. what you kind of i kind of got out of that yeah yeah i mean you there's also no result like you're, you're you're right she doesn't have a thing at the that books on ends it and says oh this is how i now feel about love given these experiences it kind of just like goes into like you know them being together kind of at the end of it i guess i say kind of because like okay the relationship with kate winslet and jack black is really interesting because for a movie that's really about love they're not really having too much of it they're just like they're in a stage of love that isn't totally clear and is really young and then there's cameron diaz who's like really in it and it just was kind of a weird juxtaposition always where like the relationship was not nearly as serious with jack black and kate winslet as it was with uh jude law and cameron diaz so that was kind of weird where like you would assume that if it's a movie where it's two couples and they're learning kind of to a point where they meet where or like the resolution is the same that doesn't really happen with their relationship it's like they kind of like start to casually see each other which i definitely thought was kind of weird which is a bummer because like overall i was going to ask you guys so what if you had to pick a relationship out of the movie which one was your favorite well I, before i was gonna say like the re i felt like the reason that jack black and and sorry i'm fiddling with the, the mic a bit um jack black and the kate winslet thing wasn't really like on display as much as camera diaz was because Kate Winslet was too busy with someone else, which was the older gentleman who was a, a Hollywood writer back in the day. And she spent, that was, she spent, I think the more time with him than, than Jack Black. And it was much more about that. Yeah, and that's, sure. and that's something that I was trying to d digest as her development as a character, mm -hmm. what she was learning from that experience. And, it was gumption gumption is what she learned yeah gumption is you nailed it dude. yeah you, you you really nailed it because uh yeah, it's she was already such a caretaker she brought herself into that situation being a caretaker because she was concerned about him and it just came natural to her and um i'm uh, talking i can hear you move, moving past that she just needed some sort of like call to action but the beautiful part of that too, um, I'm sorry, Cara, if I'm talking over, over over any of your points as well, but like when she did finally get with Jack Black, she was in such a peaceful, ready place to accept it that it was just very matter of fact of like, he's like, hey, we should go grab dinner. Like, oh, he was like, I'm gonna go to London for New Year's. Like, that'd be nice to see you while I was there while I'm there and rather that be dramatic big kiss or anything she's like yeah that sounds great and she herself as a character had brought herself into a position of, of being ready for something like that and I thought that was something that um while I don't know I did think the Hollywood writer thing was a little out of place while it did serve the purposes of everything of everything it did just constantly remind me of like yeah Nancy Myers is writing this and and yeah. this is something that she wants to write about and she's familiar with and and that's cool and that's where Kate Winslet is is Hollywood and so she's 
Yeah, but but it, I think it served the purposes of the character in a really nice way. Where if there was she was having some romantic affair, not even not affair, but just were you know steamy sort of um, entanglement with, mm-hmm. with, with somebody I know that just kind of seen more what Cameron Diaz and Jude Law were doing mm-hmm. that might have been overkill of the ro- the romance a little bit um, maybe not I mean people probably would have still eaten eaten that up if Jack Black and Kate once that are running around Los Angeles in a big montage or something like kind of having a good time or whatever but I it, it focused things on her in a way that I thought that was uh, that brought out her strengths as well as um, showed what she could change to move forward. And then that Jack Black thing just came much easier mm-hmm. when it was ready. Um, but what, who did yeah, you have, no, that was So a, I guess maybe that was my favorite. Did you have, do you have that a favorite? That was also yeah. my favorite. And I, you know, I'm on the same page with you about that whole storyline because, um, yeah, I think it would have been too much if she had a similar relationship with, Kate Winslet and Jude Law. Like, I like that there were... Like, people fall in love differently. And, um... Totally. You know, like, Cameron Diaz's issue was that she doesn't know how to be vulnerable. She doesn't know how to just, like, fall in love easily. Like, she doesn't know how to cry. Like, you know, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Whereas Kate Winslet Mm, is the opposite. She falls in love quickly. She takes care of people quickly. Mm. And I felt like it was good that her relationship took a while. Like she needed to work on herself first in order to be with this other guy and let it happen slowly. Whereas like the opposite happened for Cameron Diaz. She fell in love quickly because she let down her wall. Mm. So it's kind of nice to have the different storylines in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you, yeah, you have a favorite Brandon? Oh, for sure, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, because their chemistry was better. Yeah. Like, I, I, honestly, the chemistry, and I can't, like, I'm just, I don't, I'm sorry, Cameron Diaz, but I just don't think it's, I think it's you that isn't providing that. Cause, like, man, Jude Law is charming. Oh, as he's fun. so charming. Yeah. I, like, I, and you know what was so funny is, is that he, I, he, I noticed that he was like super tan too, which was yeah. Really I noticed that as well. He was glowing because everything was like snowy outside and all that shit. And he, he comes in and there's like a, a firelight and he's already glowing, like a warm glow too. <laughs> he's like and yeah. There was I almost saw like white circles around his eyes a little bit. He was tanner than Cameron Diaz, and Cameron Diaz is from Los Angeles. I was, <laughs> I was so blown away. It was like a stark contrast. She was like ghost white, and he's like looking like he's just hangs out. Of the beach all the time yeah and, he's, and uh, he doesn't have a life he just takes care of his kids maybe yeah, that's why he's at the beach all the time mm. if there's a beach near him he mm-hmm. takes the kids and he's th- tan <laughs> but the kids weren't tan no oh, i didn't notice in surrey surrey uh england mm-hmm. that whole that whole process of doing the um uh, uh place exchange which is a real website mm-hmm. um that you could uh, sign up for and do. What's it called? Place Exchange? That's real? Uh, nah. It's something it's like, like that is real, yeah. It's something, it's something like that. It's like Home mm-hmm. Exchange, maybe. Um, it's a fun idea. A website. It's a fun idea of, of a movie. It's super fun idea. Yeah. No. I didn't I, know what that's what it was about. That was that was fun getting into that, that sort of thing, you know? You know what's not real, though, is the home in Surrey is not real. 
So that was built just for the movie, and then all of the interior shots were on a set, on a soundstage. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Wait, so, sorry, say that again. So it was built, the the outside was built? The, the, fa- the facade was built just for the movie, and oh. then there's... Because no- all the outside shots, it seemed like, yeah, just like a fairy tale sort of mm-hmm. looking place, because the snow looked like they did something with it where it was just not real and there's some sort of it's like not sort of like it, almost looked like yeah. there was like like matte painting around the edges of some of the house features or something like that it just looked like a bob ross painting like that that zoom, that oh, kind of like sure. crane and whatever sort of and the, sort the of sign that was on the cottage i think it was called like rose hill cottage or something like that mm-hmm. was this was a similar sign that was on jude law's house too like, uh, oh, it's weird that they both have the same sign, but maybe it's a family thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They live in the same but, place. But you know, we all know it's just art department doing doing their thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so for the snow part is, is that it normally doesn't snow there, and it was actually really unique when they got there because they filmed the car sequences in Surrey, and it was actually snowing which mm. when they oh. when they got there there's this yeah there was this thing about nancy talking about how like oh yeah it was so surprised like you know it was so fortunate for us that it was actually snowing because the locals said that that's a really not a common occurrence for it to snow and mm. wow okay <laughs> uh i just you got the nancy touch that whole process was hilarious to me because they they needed to how do you get to surrey england because if you were just going on a vacation for a whim like the stereotypical thing was bora bora which was the first thing that came up like that's how you i mean that's where you would go right like you could have a very similar situation that you had in surrey england if you could in bora bora tahiti and all of these other places but i did it did seem out of character for cambodia so i guess to want to go there yeah Totally. And but maybe that's that, what she's looking for is like mm, to be drastic mm, and change it up. And that was very isolating. She just wanted to be away from everyone. Mm-hmm. For sure. And they got there. And that's what I would say about it is like they got there. They got us to why she wanted to do that. And that kind of explanation where she actually spoke out her internal dialogue or monologue or whatever. Um, that was great that was really fun it's just when she starts getting into the like the are there men in there and reacting to that that kind of just gets a little overblown but um yeah i just thought that was we needed to get there and they got there and that was really effective how they did that um but i kind of skipped ahead because i i just there's two characters that work for Cameron Diaz that we need to talk about. And that's her, her employees are John Krasinski and Catherine uh, Hahn. And both of the, I mean, those are legends now in their own right, but they're playing just like each one of them had three lines, two lines, maybe. I know, man, it's John Krasinski's was like a, this thing that I guess she just says all the time where it's like, that's why you, you get paid the big bucks or whatever and that was you know one of his like three dude i the the casting of this movie was wonderful and and a funny thing that i thought of too was john krasinski is also in it's complicated so i was Mm. thinking hey maybe nancy myers is just bringing 
bringing old faces back like Lindsay Lohan and, and stuff. But yeah, he still had like the old like Jim haircut. And Catherine Hahn, I don't know, just looked looked young. I, don't know, I mean, John was basically Catherine Hahn. Jim from The Office in that scene. He was like holding his yeah. coffee mug <laughs> in in one of the uh, office chairs, kind of like swinging <laughs> back and forth. Like he was just playing his character yeah. from The Office. It was great. It was very comforting. <laughs> like, all right, we need a guy who can like sit at a desk and lean and back, make it entertaining, and lean make back, faces. Make, make some faces, and be goofy. <laughs> so this movie came out in 2005. Oh, can I say Office. can I say one other casting? Th- oh no, say, continue, Brandon. Sorry. So this movie came out in 2005. The Office started in 2004 and wrapped up its first season, which wasn't like oh wow criti- critically mm-hmm. like re- received. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought they were in the first season. They were trying. A lot of the reviews I read about the first season of The Office and looking into this was they were trying really hard to be the British office and they weren't doing yeah. a good job of, a good job of it. And it wasn't until the second season that it really started to take off um, because they understood that we need to be more ourselves than this and we need to be less of the British office and to the extent that BJ Novak talked about in the second season they even brightened the lights inside the office oh, wow. to make it seem more bright I more totally energy see in yeah. season and, 3 especially like it even gets brighter I feel like now that you're mentioning that oh absolutely and another thing that I found was super interesting was so iTunes first featured movies and TV shows in late, mid, late 2005. And one thing that you, a lot what, of people what Apple, now, Apple did or iTunes, yeah, iTunes. Yeah. iTunes that's how I got. Started. That's one of the big ways I got into iTunes, or like I got into Office because they offered a free Office episode. Absolutely, and it was so the second season was close to the launch of iTunes having having video and that's why the office kind of got into that game is because it was a sitcom show that was that was making episodes around that time and it was different than a lot of the stuff that they had on there was um Disney stuff and then they had some um what was this other one it was like kind of a procedural like cop thing was going on there and such a contributing factor to the office having success was it, have, it being on iTunes. Yeah, and I, I, I that just was right when the iPod video came out, and I remember absolutely like, um, a friend of mine at my DM, my class to learn how to drive. It was just like on her break was like, "Hey, dude, you want to watch an episode of Office together?" <laughs> Hell yeah! And we did that on our break from uh, learning to drive <laughs> in the classroom. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, no, I mean, that's... That is why The Office is... In all of the, like, critical, like, overviews of The Office, one of the really important factors that most people don't talk about is that The Office was originally set for people who were, like, at the time in their 30s, 40s, because of the content of the show. But since they were so an early adopter into iTunes, which a younger demographic would understand where to get that, mm-hmm. how to like go buy it or to be interested in video content that is online. 
that's where that audience came in, which then really took the, you know, the reins or not the reins, but uh, were the banner carriers for The Office being the show that it is because it really started to gain an audience amongst people who are like under the age of 30 and what have you. And yeah, like, but then to come back to John Krasinski in this movie is that didn't really happen yet before this movie came out. It was that's this crazy. weird in between yeah, time. Early. Yeah, where they had the first season, but it wasn't that like it was somewhat popular, but not that popular. So, yeah, I mean, really Lindsay Lohan looked very young, and James Franco as well. They all looked like they were just—I oh, sure. don't know—at least James, Two, Frank, and like early in their careers. Lindsay Lohan, obviously, her career started very early. Two James problematic people. Franco. Yeah, I guess it was him too. Freaks and geeks. Yeah, I, would, I just wasn't watching that show when yeah. it when it came out, I guess. But Lindsay Lohan, I mean, she was. Hanging out with Nancy Myers doing Parent Trap. She's a she Nancy clo- Meyer original. She cloned herself she to is. make the movie. That's how it worked, right? I don't know how it worked. Some other entrances, if I will, to provide context about it is like, so Jack Black, the movie that got him this is that Nancy Myers saw School of Rock mm. and, oh. and and understood. It's that's probably specific. why I was interested in this movie too mainly was because of Jack Black and I like School of Rock so much that's oh no I like Kate Winslet a lot too I've always loved Kate Winslet yeah I mean Kate Winslet I mean you know say what you will about it but she was just very um intriguing and formative in uh I'll just go and say Young Boy's Life because there was she was the love interest in one of the most popular like movies of all time the titanic and she also just was like presented as being incredibly sexy to the point that she does have a topless scene in it so there was just like there's definitely at this moment we're 15 years old when this comes out like there's an like you understand that she's great you understand that she's beautiful and you wouldn't mind seeing her like in other stuff and yeah like she just she is so beautiful it's insane like she just has this natural beauty about her that isn't like totally conventional because she's got these like kind of like big eyebrows that now are very well i don't know maybe this moment but um but she just has this kind of like interesting look about her that is somewhat opposite to cameron diaz which in my mind isn't wasn't always something that i gravitated towards when it comes to like oh what are attractive females that i'm like interested in in this time of just like a athletic blonde girl um and i guess i do love her quirkiness and her like goofiness she's so charming too i don't know she's just so charming i'm trying to think hey winslow yeah Oh my god. Like, I, yeah. I don't even know why. She's just she really makes you just like you just believe everything she does. Yeah, and you're really like che- cheering for her because yeah. it, it there's something of a sort of there's that quirkiness but there's also like you can tell that I don't know, she's vulnerable and she has like she's able to show that baggage while also maintaining that ability to like oh i want to be a positive person and i want to be a better better person but also like i don't know just that that idea of caring so much for people that you don't know how to care for yourself i don't know there's some there's something that's really like as a character as a character to watch i thought that was something that like i could really i was really interested in and thought 
her reasonings for wanting a holiday and wanting to get out of town and and everything was was just more um believable more no just yeah we're just more intriguing less stereotypical than just like oh you know my guy cheated on me edward burns (laughs) i mean i haven't (laughs) seen him in a while but uh Mm. and i need to get away it was just cameron diaz's plot was just kind of like the kind of the stereotypical one a little bit you know Jude Law's like turn at the end of kind of just like hey I'm house dad what are you going to do um, was its Which own really wasn't was its, that big of a deal it wasn't a big deal and it's and, and its own thing whatever but it was more yeah. like the stereotypical plot but like Kate Winslet's whole thing um, I don't know it was just it was just this internal growth for this person that I found that I actually did care about and I wanted her I was rooting for her to win, and uh, her uh, her drama and her um, issues with Jasper Bloom um, and everything, and him showing up and, and all that stuff. It just those those difficulties kind of just like I relate with a lot of kind of like learning to stick up for yourself and like learning to tell the person who's like been treating you like shit to to like be to like step away from that and and put that person kind of in their non no it's not even about that but just expressing your truth to that person whatever it may mean and and have them know that how they've affected you because uh, yeah it's just it's it's something that was was interesting and some and so authentic and, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it took Incredibly. her till the end of the movie to finally be like, "I'm over you." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie, she kept going back to him, even when she yeah. knew it was bad, and she was like, she would give in every time. And I was so frustrated because I'm like, "Come on, you're better than this." I thought you were learning things. I, yeah. I thought you knew he was bad for you, but she like, mm-hmm. you know, when you are you know, in that toxic kind of relationship, it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. And it took the yeah. entire movie for her to be like, okay, this is enough. Mm-hmm. And I thought, even when he was like, I'm getting married, she still went back to him. And that feels yeah. so authentic to me. And mm. just, I don't know. Yeah. The whole, like not, like she was kind of a pushover, you know, and mm-hmm. I can, I can relate with that too. And that's, it's really hard to say no when people keep pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's doing that with work and everything too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is very similar to Jack Black's situation, right? Mm-hmm. Which. Yeah. Which was I I, I just thought it was kind of funny that Jack Black and Shannon Sossman were were that couple. Which that was my like, other know, that was my other cat. You know, kind of he's a daddy now. You know, he's a, a, <laughs> a thing. But, um, yeah, it was just. It, it was kind of funny where I'm like, man, you're getting Shannon Sossman and Kate Winslet. Like, wow. What did you a, see the music? Did you see his place, a, his place in the Hollywood industry? He's, he's playing those licks on the, oh, I know on the, on the, on the keyboard and, mm. and, and just scoring every, everything. But also the other, uh, the other casting note, you brought up Shannon Sossman that I wanted to say was, this was the time of a knight's tale and both, Jasper, oh. the Jasper Bloom character, uh-huh. and Shannon Sossman were both in Night's Tale together. <laughs> exactly. And I this thought that like was fun real- because I have no idea where else that guy is from, like Jasper Bloom. Like, I feel like he was doing stuff around this time, but I haven't seen him in a long time. Or, Sh- or Shannon Sossman, for that matter. 
fun fact is that uh, in real life, in IRL, Kate Winslet and Jasper Bloom actually did. Oh. This was before or after? This was... Oh, that's a good question. I didn't even think to think about that. Tell me, Brandon. I just saw, I just, I just saw that they had dated. I guess... Oh, that's interesting. It, it would make it really interesting if it was before. It was before. Yes. But right. it could also be interesting if it was after. It's pretty juicy either way. Yeah. yeah. Or if that's it was cool. during. Or if it's still going and no one else knows. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper Bloom. You know what he said, Brandon, that uh, I, I know you would get a kick out of when um, she gave him his gift on the, at the holiday party? Do you remember what he said when he opened it? Oh, you, you would already know. You would already say oh, it. Oh, no. What is it? He's like, he says, you little stinker. <laughs> you little stinker. <laughs> You stink. I don't know if he says you, little. Yeah, maybe he just says stinker. But I thought that I was. I was not expecting that because he kind of like melted. He's like, you stink. <laughs> what? That word? What? She's like, me, I'm stinky. I'm stinky. I'm a little stinker. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I picked it up at that bookstore we just spent all afternoon in. <laughs> yeah. Is this a first edition? So it's such a like bullshitty com oh man I feel like I've just yeah I've seen that in so many movies where it's giving somebody a first edition of a novel because they're you know they're the reader or they're the yeah like, yeah person mm -hmm. I just like <laughs> I just wandered into the local bookstore and bought the first edition to this book that you happen to fucking love and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like wow and it's signed by F. Scott Fitzgerald there you go <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend $10,000 on this gift. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... To, I just have to say, this, I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> so that, it is the, it like, is it the is cutest funny. gift, for it, sure. No, no, no. I, I, I think it's hilarious, but I also... But it could like, just be maybe a book, I am you know? also a hopeless romantic, and I... You know, James knows I kind of, like, overthink gifts. I'm always like, I gotta get something very meaningful and... I feel like I would be someone who would try to find like the first edition of something or like oh, collector's sure. item or something where it's like just a lot of thought. And I think it. you could. I just think there's some, I think maybe some movies where it's like that would be like hundreds of thousands of to up to upwards of millions of dollars <laughs> in like an auction to be able to right. yeah <laughs> to get and it's just like oh here you go <laughs> you know right maybe not this whatever i forget man i forget whatever the book that was no. that he got but there's i feel like there's been other movies where it's just like yeah it's first first edition whatever mm -hmm. unless she really just walked into some random bookshop and like <laughs> happened they happened to have and they're mm -hmm. like you know what you seem like a cool girl you're a little stinker i'll give this to you for a good price <laughs> and then he had like the same wrapping paper when he gave her uh her oh. gift didn't was the wrapping, just saved the wrapping paper, which is something i would do too so i mean i don't know maybe i'm just like a walking rom-com <laughs> and then he flew all the way to london and he's like oh I'm, yeah i'm still getting married man what a chump what a, what yeah, a what fucking chump. Jasper yeah. Bloom. Jasper, Jasper Bloom. Bloom. What a name. Do what I, a name. I, I do like that name, though. Okay. So, for the plot of this, we're like, so we, we're getting to 
Um, like Jasper Bloom, we get that introduction, we just gave the book, and then we talked a little bit about the uh, exchange. I just, I have to say, once they do the swap, and then in particular, Cameron Diaz getting to England, I just found something so weird and interesting and really kind of was so funny to me is that when she gets there, she then leaves in a car and has that sequence of her driving on the wrong, like, oh, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road. And, and I'm or was, was she on the wrong side? I thought she might've been like driving up that kind of like one lane road that he's like, I can't turn around if I go up that way. And, and then she was like, oh, I just got to go. So I'm going to go the wrong way on that road. Or she, she was it? Was that the wrong? Was it's, that? It's a different scene. That's not the road. Okay. He, when he's he, when Cameron Diaz isn't driving herself. I know. No, uh, I know. Oh, I but I, I for some reason thought it was that road because it looked so skinny. Because even if she was on one side, it, it was, was like, skinny. It was, it was like just how, a is she, how is she even gonna fit? But yeah, I remember she was I, yelling that she's like, ah, I'm on the which uh, side of the road? Oh, jeez. So she has that energy about her where she's like, I'm really, I, I don't know how to drive on the right this side of the road. So she's driving to a grocery store, ostensibly. Maybe oh, yeah. you could consider it more like mm-hmm. a wine store or whatever. And she starts drinking a bottle of wine in the store. Yeah, that was the that was insane to me. I just was thinking about what that looks like. How people are just like, "Hey, grown adult, you're not allowed to do this here." Like yeah. any adult ever would would not think to do that like yeah. i'm gonna just get a wine key off the off mm-hmm. the thing and then open up a bottle of wine and then just start mm-hmm. getting at it and then i then it just made me think okay that's fucking crazy because even at the cashier stand she's just like fucking chugging this bottle of wine so she's and, like shit face already yeah. <laughs> right and then so that's what i'm that's what i was thinking i was like so you just drank like okay maybe you didn't drink the whole bottle Maybe you just drank like half of it, because like you probably drank half of it the way you're just like she was like acting, a, acting, pretty acting sauce, her sauce. ass off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was acting her ass off in the sense <laughs> of like whenever she drinks, she's just like, <laughs> like really like throws it back and like gets into it. And she's like, I'm just like I'm a pirate, <laughs> a kind of energy that she's given off. And I'm like I just drink wine wherever I fucking feel. <laughs> um, but then I was just so I was so concerned. I was like. Man, so then you have to drive back. I know. You're yeah, already dude. not like, not feeling confident about like the side of the road that you're yeah. driving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what kind of movie would this have been if she just like gets in a car accident <laughs> on the way back? Well, I, okay. that could have been okay. a good plot line if, of Jude, maybe Jude Law, like. And then he's like walking out. back. He's like, "Oh, you're trapped in the car. Let me help you." Yeah. But what what happens is she goes home, and on top of that, a car had brought this up but i mean i should have thought of this as well she goes home and she's like what is she gonna do she's like fuck this shit i'm going home in the morning so she gets tickets to go home like in fucking eight hours or whatever and then she lays down who's laying down next to her a dog i know who's gonna take care of that dog i was like seriously she's just gonna head back she's not gonna tell kate winslet anything she doesn't call or maybe she call in the morning or something like i you gotta fucking come back and deal with your dog or something but she told Kate Winslet she's going to take be there and probably take care of the dog and everything. What, I felt what? so bad for the dog the whole time. She's being irresponsible. I was just like, who's going to feed this dog? Like, mm-hmm. Kate Winslet, like, 
can't come back that quickly. She's like mm-hmm. doing her LA thing. She's knocked out actually, probably mm-hmm. at this time. Who right? knows what time it is? I don't know. But and then and then who oh, who walks into the door the whole, is. Like, window thing that she had to deal with i loved all of that stuff just kate winslet out of water where she's like i that split second where she takes the dvd off the thing and then she like and it's a shot of all the equipment and she's like oh lord or something (laughs) she's like "Uh oh there's a lot of a lot of a lot of (laughs) boxes here how do i turn this on oh i loved all of that she did a great like freaking out moment i thought it was wonderful I like seeing her kind of like cut loose and yeah. be a little bit more like happy because I think she's been in so she's in so many dramas and serious mm-hmm. that it's like nice. Yeah, I really like seeing her happy and like goofy. Mm-hmm. She was sad as well, which she's just naturally good at. But she was goofy and goofy and happy. But I was gonna go back to that. So you, so you guys, real quick, yeah. uh, just on that point. So a thing that was happened on set and happened particularly with Jude Law is that Nancy Myers had to uh, tell Jude Law to smile more in scenes because moving into this, he had not done anything that was funny or mm. any type of romantic yeah. like movie where he had to have a, a, a levity about him. Mm. And so he had to get directed multiple times or there's notes of it online of smile more be be more like uh, not be more charming but just be more approachable because he's yeah. just had been on that Light. on that vibe of i play these dark kind of characters these dramas mm-hmm. which honestly he then like if that was the direction it just goes to show you how great of an actor he is because he was like so fucking charming. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you brought him up because I was gonna. I was actually. That's what I was gonna bring up. I was gonna ask if you guys were charmed by him coming into a woman, oh, a woman, a, a drunk man coming into a woman's house and and laying that laying yep. that shtick on on her. If you guys were, because I mean, he does make that move for the kiss that. I was just thinking, uh, there was a little bit of a moment, I was kind of like, oh, there he goes, ooh, ee, ooh, ooh, I, ooh, like, that was pretty, that was pretty forward, and I'll, I was just, okay, I was just, I was just trying to think, like, how problematic if, could this be? No, no, versus... well, that, well, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, <laughs> you're like, here's this drunk stranger that she doesn't know, <laughs> it was more so, like, if this man did not look like Jude Law, <laughs> How would this go down? He, he wouldn't have like, so, in the like, house to begin with. He would have been, been like, I'm going to lock the door and call Kate Winslet until I can confirm that you're her brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, like, what's his face? Like, who's who's the guy from Simpsons? Like, the drunk guy from Simpsons or whatever. Oh, Just like, he have- hey, how's it going? Oh, can I fucking cast? I'm, I'm a regular at the bar down the street. Oh, it's cool. I have three. Ki- I have two kids back at home. All my girls love me. And he's a great dad, but he's just like ugly as shit. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kiss you now." <laughs> Look, I can do this thing called Mr. Napkin. <laughs> I don't know why I'm Southern in the in. <laughs> in London, Mr. But Napkin. Mr. Napkin. If you weren't that good looking and you did Mr. Napkin, it'd be mm-mm. better. No, you should keep the napkin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, yeah. Well, Mr. Napkin was kind of. There was a lot of buildup for not a lot of payoff. In my I, know, I know. I know. And so <laughs> that that whole scene was improved by Jude Law. Oh, but yeah. Mr. Mr. Yeah, Napkin's He's lines. so yeah. serious. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. know how to like let loose. 
the thi- the <laughs> thing that I did kind of like about it was that he was like he looked very tired and like he's like right, he, oh I've just been like well, taking care of the kids. kids all day like yeah. it's so tiring I'm a I'm a, wi- possibly, I'm a widower he was also probably embarrassed like the character was probably embarrassed to do Mr. Napkin in front of yeah. Told, so which, he was probably just totally like, felt oh, that. here's like I a quick told, little version of he's it. He's just unsure about how she's going to act yeah. and like react right. to certain things. Because she's know. so L.A., you know. So L.A., like just, us, Kara. <laughs> the girls chanting, oh, make him smoke. Like that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> like that's their, that's the big kind of shtick of Mr. Napkin is he takes the spoon and he's just smoking it like a cigarette. I just, oh, <laughs> that, that was too funny to me. Oh, and it's those kids were sweethearts too, man. Oh, super sweethearts. Olivia, uh, she was a little and bossy. The, and they had a, uh, oh yeah, get in the fort, get in the fort. Get Lay it down. down. Lay down. <laughs> But they but that fort was awesome. Yeah, yeah. they did. I love that. Just like, I stop love being so classy. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Such a genuine moment of a father just being like, hey, like, dude, calm down. We're getting yeah. in the fort. Like, and we're the, here. We- the, the little girl made, like, this cute face, like, oops, like, my Oopsie. bad. And <laughs> right. thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, little yeah. stinkers. The reveal that he had kids was really not that big of a deal, which is something. May- it's like, I guess I'm in love with you more somehow. I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, because there was never an issue with her and kids. Right. So that wasn't a conflict that was going to, like, be resolved or you're not presenting her with an obstacle that we knew that she had a hard time overcoming. Like, kids were never an issue of her. So it's, yeah, to your point, it's like, okay, I guess I'm gonna fall in love with you even harder because you're such a sweet dad. It could be. Like, I mean, sometimes yeah, that could, could be, be. like... A absolute no for like someone or you know like, but rather than that be the concern her, her concern was just who was calling his phone and these women's mm. names and then yeah rather than have that be the issue it was sub or like sorry the 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 her his daughters be the issue it's subs that it's substituted with another one like they're, they're just substituted for each other rather than mm. it just have full focus on like uh, that conversation about children because when they have a conversation it's like oh well that's much better than yeah. you sleeping with women it's, it's, it's not even it's it's almost it's, like I'm not even like whether you're okay with it it's like oh well it's just better than that mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like pushed aside a little bit yeah but I, it, it's mm-hmm. also nice because he kind of explained why Mm-hmm. He did I that, and I that I, re- sure. I really liked that explanation. And also, yeah, like you know, it, she's not from London or like Surrey. Were they mm-hmm. were they in Surrey? Yep. Um, Surrey, yeah. So you know, he didn't want to tell her right off the bat because it's like maybe she just goes back to LA. Like she kept saying, "This is just a mm-hmm. casual thing. This is just I a was casual say, thing." Yeah. So like, totally. why would he be like? By the way, I have two kids. Like, mm-hmm. oh. I don't want you Can to I- meet them. But yeah. I have two kids. Like, I don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it is kind of pointless to bring that up. But I see what you mean that, like, it ended up being a better situation than him being a playboy. Which he still was. Oh, I mean, it, it, it was just like that misdirect of, and I, and I saw what they were doing, like, a mile away. You yeah. Know? And, like, just kind of like, well, 
that's gonna be his i mean his kids or his sister or his mom i don't know like but there's multiple names and like it's got to be the the daughters but it is funny that do they each have names on his phone <laughs> like, do they both have cell phones, cell phones. Or so like, each got their cell phones yeah like wow these kids are but, but maybe they do because he's like you know he needs to get a hold of them yeah yeah totally and he's got a great job he's an editor of a magazine or whatever yeah Yeah. like what phones did we have in 2006 did we did i even have a cell phone oh yeah 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 Yeah. my first phone was because because you would have been you would have been what 15 or 16 right yeah so yeah i mean i had a nokia baby i got my first cell phone in seventh so I would have been. You had a singular phone. You start at five years old in kindergarten, and then to your ten. Yeah, so I would have had it by like twelve and a half. It was like two thousand three, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. Man, all of the conflicts there were just so like easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. It was, it, if you were to get into like the critical critiques of this movie is it never really has any problems that are worth like there's no problems that they have to like really really overcome i mean the most compelling stuff again is like i guess with the kate winslet and jack black stuff because she needs to go overcome her doormat attitude with jasper and then jack black needs to overcome his doormat attitude about shannon sossman but like to Jack Black, he confronts her immediately once he sees her with somebody else and then leaves her immediately once he finds out about that. She does like call back just like Jasper does of they want, they try to come back into these people's lives, but they pretty immediately say, oh, but are you still doing this? Are you still this person? And then they, and they're like, oh yeah, I am. And then they overcome it. Like there's not any, yeah. There, there. This movie isn't really complicated, complicated or conflict heavy, and they go through a character arc for sure. But it is not fraught with problems, and it's not fraught with a lot of strife. Which, I mean, it's almost to the credit of this movie a little bit because I think if. Would we want this movie? Because all of these actors are like, I mean, aside from Cameron Diaz, maybe uh, capable of like, what if this was a, a dar- not darker, but what if it was a more realistic or grittier thing about love where they had some really complicated relationships that they had to overcome in order to find themselves and then to get into these better relationships? Like all of these actors are totally capable of getting there for sure because they've been in movies honestly that are exactly like that where these characters have to give up a lot they have to change a lot in order to be better in order to be in healthier relationships but man this movie doesn't really care too much about this it's more so focusing on like what is the fun situations that we can put these people in and just kind of like live off of that energy and, and just kind of cash the check on that vibe yeah, it's 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 Nancy Myers land, man. I, that's that's yeah. I, and and doing like something's got to give and, and everything too. There's there's real life shit mixed in. There's like a lot of mortality mixed into that movie of 
uh, with, <laughs> with Jack Nich- Nich- Nicholson growing old and everything. And um, it's it's sliced in a way like in in the the makeup of of the movie in a way that's just inherent in the characters and they're able to express it with just through the character but it has no uh well it can but no it can sometimes no have no huge conflict on maybe even the plot itself besides just that being something that is uh, attributed to them as as a person um, but Nancy Myers land yeah it's like I'm to, to go back to everything you were saying and everything it's just like the fact that it was called a holiday the holiday and, and everything it's like I did kind of enjoy seeing people like see them go through the turmoil at the beginning of the movie and the drama and everything and then have them go on these uh, journeys of, of self-reflection and uh and try to find themselves in in a new place and i thought that sort of uh then the fun idea of uh, really kind of like a parent trap freaky friday sort of thing of switching houses like there's like a lot of wife's wife swap was around this time and everything too and and life life swap and all that stuff and i don't know just kind of reminded me of that that kind of thing and how sort of a fun idea switching lives is and then catching up at the end of the movie and having them kind of reconnect in in their own way uh but that movie i'm sure could exist and these people could do it um but this is just not that movie and going going into it knowing it's a nancy myers movie must bring like people comfort as well Mm -hmm. and even seeing that kind of like poster in the font and everything i'm just kind of like yeah, I mean, you could you could knock back some some wine as well and and enjoy yourself. And, yeah, because there there were moments, especially with Kate Winslet, where mm-hmm. it was emotional to 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 go go through her her journey and everything. But uh, if it milked some of that stuff for for too long, then it would have been hard to bring it bring it back. And I think that these movies, her movies in particular, are extremely effective at uh having the schmaltzy stuff mixed in with like really fun character moments and uh kind of like some almost like set pieces as well i don't know one of my favorite one of my favorite moments at near the end of it's complicated is i don't know i thought it was funny but steve martin and yes. her like smoke a jo- joint together and are at this like party and stuff and it's just like bullshit that like that where it's just like nancy myers thinking just kind of like oh man like what if we were just like just to smoke weed like some hooligans or something <laughs> like that uh and and they do and it's just kind of like i it's weird I, I can see i can see people not fully being on on board that like with and i'm just to go into the polarizing nature and maybe we can kind of get to our final thoughts after that a little bit as well to like why this movie was polarizing uh, was yeah, it has a lack of maybe it has like like a lack of teeth, and thinking about how people re- sure. reacted to about a boy, um, maybe a lack of like comedy com like comedy like with what other kind of comedy was going on around that time I'm not sure but maybe a little more like joke jokes or or whatever but it's it'd be the critics and it, and it's just something where uh uh. 
uh, like I don't understand why the critics. I I mean I guess if I think of, think about it, everything, it's just like yeah, it's just like um, it, maybe it's like they, they want to see more of that that the teeth and and and, I, and it could be like a little overbloated maybe is is what uh, some critics maybe would say would be my guess if I, I'll I'll take a look at some reviews I, I as could, well. No, but I can, there's I can a moment you. for me I I felt like oh this is this might be going a bit long. Mm-hmm. Um, so this mm-hmm. is yeah. this is yeah. a. Gritty is a good example. So I read a review from the New York because it was Times. almost like, and it was also like, I can do this point later, but it was two movies happening side by side. Yeah, there was a lot going. There on. wasn't a mesh, but until the very end, so you kind of have to be okay with there that. There isn't like, that much going on. They switch, right, Like it was. I know, but it was like their arcs happen completely separate of each other, and I, I that just <laughs> to me speaks to a lack of like really taking the time to like massage the material. To make it in a way where like hey how's it going how's my dog how's like how are things in la or like hey how are oh, things that would have been th- such a good how are things oh. in la because it's just like they fucking switch houses and lives and the only time they have a phone conversation is where she's kind of just it's like, like who's oh i'm ha- i'm over? i'm fucking your brother like it's we're like oh, already neck, we're already neck deep in our fucking relationship and everything and it would have uh, been nice but i also think realistically like you know when you get an airbnb like i don't really interact with the the owners that much like it's more i'm here on vacation like Mm -hmm. i don't really want to give you a play-by-play of Mm -hmm. how like my stay is going here Mm -hmm. and it kind of does sometimes bother me when they like when they like overly are like how are you doing like if you need yeah yeah like you know, it's like the first time is fine. So maybe you know we can that they can. Get oh, away you're talking with that. to that old man who wrote all those things. Uh, he's a communist. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, no, I see what you mean. But like, just to mesh their two worlds, because it is funny when they meet at the end and they're just like celebrating New Year's. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I was kind of dreading Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz acting uh, against each other because I was just worried for Cameron Diaz in that situation, but. Um, <laughs> She seemed to be like stealing the show with her little like Charlie's Angels. Oh, dance she's moves. got the dance moves. She's got the dance moves, and no. I'm. She seemed. She, she like seemed excited to be around you. Have a beer with. Right. Like, yeah. Cameron sure. Diaz is, has such a down to earth vibe about yeah. her, and I get why she's a movie star in that sense. Oh yeah. It's like she's oh, all, yeah. she's also like she is you know um, compelling in certain ways like again the quirkiness the like the silliness of her she can really pull off um i mean that's something about mary that's why she's in that movie right? it's like, that might be the best her best movie that one or or the mask yeah. right absolutely because i mean with, with her and something about mary it's like that character is cameron yeah. it's one of those things like it's so funny how that always works out in hollywood Work where there are these, these these breakout roles that people have that are typically with like conventionally good looking people or maybe not conventionally but good looking people and their breakout role is because the role that they're playing is so much like them mm-hmm. that it's it is so natural and compelling because it really just is them um that's why I think the her performance falls flat. Honestly, in every other movie that she does, is because it's not, it's not a part that was her, like perfectly her. Mm-hmm. Like it, and and that must just be difficult yeah. to a degree. Charlie's Angels was good. I thought she was good in that, but and, and I mean, she's my least favorite Charlie's Angels. And the right? mask. Uh, Drew I'm trying to think one. how I, I, I don't know how I'd rank that. I'm not really? Sure. I'm not sure how I'd rank it. 
I haven't thought of that out. I haven't thought about what it either. I'd, I'd need to rewatch it to like. I kind of like her as a Charlie's as an angel. I, I think, think she works really well as an when angel. When I was younger, I liked her, but rewatching it now, I don't know how I would. There's feel. something about like Charlie's Angels in my mind that like that's the attitude is is what mm-hmm. she kind of kind of brings the nerdy, and then like the nerdy one well she's yeah, just kind of like out one. like out in the middle kind of like let's fucking go angels like let's do it you know and then I mean, the other like, ones kind of like back her up yeah and like at that everyone's time, got their thing like but she seemed kind of like, like the leader girls. i thought she's a pretty good leader i feel like at that time there were a lot of girls like popular girls in my school that like acted like that too they were like mm. always so outgoing and like always trying to be fun a guy's guy you know, like a guy's girl yeah she's so such like, a guy's girl about things yeah i don't know very but that was such uh, a time she she had like mm-hmm. a time Tomboy. but now i don't know yeah she's always i mean i hate to just constantly <laughs> complain or anything but she's always kind of bugged me and then but thinking yep. about there's something there's something about mary and, and the mask and those kind of movies I, I've I've gone back to watch those and I really enjoy it. And there's some, the the inherent quality of some of those characters are that she's like, people would be like, wow, she's really attractive. And then you would talk to her and be like, oh, she's she's goofy and quirky and and weird, but she's really nice, you know. And and everything. I guess Mask was more kind of just like uh, a star, or like a starlet, or like a almost Marilyn Monroe or something. But her, yeah, just. Uh, she brings this energy to that I always picked up on of like jocks like her mm, like mm-hmm. you know she's she, not she's not really interesting she's just confident she can, hang. she can hang she can hang she's confident and she like is interested in similar things like she's athletic she's um uh, I don't know like cares about the same thing that like a you know varsity football player would care about you know she's tall she's blonde like i don't know not you know all of this is antiquated now but like in 2005 these were the things Mm -hmm. that like you would just um yeah like she fit a type of role that men liked and women got because she she just yeah she had that full package of it but it's interesting how that f- it's not a completely full package because i just don't think she's capable often of getting to deeper emotion mm-hmm. or to be realistic or authentic in situations and instead she is like exaggerated or she is putting on a character in, like she's aware of the, that she's in a movie mm, and that always yeah. just is off-putting to me mm-hmm. i just thought of a movie that i that's a dramatic role that i actually when i remember i do like her in but I, it's been a while since i've seen it is uh being john malkovich and her arc in that movie oh, is like is like great. the most intense yeah. arc of mm-hmm. any of the characters in that movie is is what she goes through and she does it really well and she's very and it's a That's weird, a it's a example. weird fucking character, and but also a tormented soul of, and I, and you really like kind of like feel for her the most in in that movie, and the that represents the extent of what's actually going on and, and brings the drama in, into it and is, 
and that's cra- that's crazy. I didn't need to watch that movie again because I remember being yeah truly impressed by by her and, and at a moment when I was not having any of it. <laughs> that's a, a excellent movie to bring up too because there are some meta things about this movie that are similar to a Kaufman-esque thing. Um, so the movie that they pick up, which one of my favorite scenes that will never happen ever again is them inside a blockbuster talking about, have you seen this movie? Do you oh know the God. music of this movie? Oh my God. Like, fuck, like we're never going to have that ever again where you could be, and I just watched too, which made it even more apparent, is the last blockbuster. I can't remember the exact name of the documentary, but it's about the last blockbuster. That's, that I exists. think that's what it's called. I haven't seen and, it. And like famous people come on to talk about like, when you would take a girl out or take a guy out or just go on a date or have a romantic evening, like a part of that was going to Blockbuster mm-hmm. and saying like, what do you think about this yeah. actor? What do you think about this type of movie? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do you know, like, oh, th- this cover looks interesting, you mm-hmm. know, and having those kind of conversations about movies and then also not pulling it up on your phone and being like, okay, so here's this, the, you know, so on and so forth. You're just really having such a intimate and authentic Mm -hmm. experience of exploration between two people who don't fully know each other. And I like, oh, I was so into that scene. And I looked into it. So that scene was improv almost entirely by Jack Black. So they're in particular. Oh yeah, I can absolutely see that. Right, his him walking through and just singing songs. They're like, "Hey, you were in School of Rock. Go sing some songs about some movies." <laughs> mm-hmm. In the script, Nancy wrote, "He hums to this is more of like a, oh, do you know this? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. type of deal." But then, of course, it's Jack Black where yeah. he improvises like, and then like, and I could tell that Kate Winslet was like really chuckling too. Like, I don't know, she was like, "This guy's funny." Here and what sold me is is that there's a, a quote from Kate Winslet saying that after working with Jack Black on this movie, she's like, "This guy can be a romantic lead, no problem." Hell yeah! And it's because she just felt the energy from him of just he's so authentic, he's so yeah. into this, he has so much energy. It's just like why people fall in love with somebody with not knowing fully who they are is just like, you're just really enthusiastic about stuff. Like I, that's attractive. That's fun. Like mm-hmm. I want to like, yeah, give me some of that energy. And he just brings so much of that to the, to the table. And that moment you're, you like, she, it is, it is not only Iris laughing, but it's Kate Winslet laughing. Yeah. Like, really where she's is, like, yeah. Oh, you're so like, this is so great. I'm having such a fun time, like listening to you. And then you, you can know, see Jack uh, Black's eyes light up a bit. He's like, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to push yeah. it. And he's, he's like, like I'm going to push it, it further. Yeah, I'm going to do it more. Yeah. In yeah. a uh, little context behind that, I did some really <laughs> this movie. So some context behind that is, is that, so Nancy Myers had to sell Jack Black on it because he didn't feel like he could be a romantic lead on it. Uh, and so she had to have dinners with him, had to meet with him. <laughs> and it wasn't until they signed on Kate Winslet that he was like, I'll do this movie. Wow. They're and a great so match. Went, I like their match. He I really like loves Kate Winslet. And that's what drove him to this part wow. is that Kate Winslet was in this movie. And then to just like have her reciprocate like, man, this guy is like super fun. I love his energy. Yeah. And they're just like, you feel it so much more. And that relationship is so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. So much more like has 
in my mind, arguably a lot of chemistry more so than Cameron Diaz and right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, I just want the movie to really be about them. Like, yeah. you know what? This, especially the way that they ultimately kind of go through the doldrums of Jude Law and Cameron Diaz's relationship. That's where it drags That's, for me. I think yeah. their, their relationship yeah. in the latter half of the movie was like more of the same it seemed like there was nothing there was like there was like a moment where they kind of like got mad at each other and it was kind of like whatever you guys are gonna whatever. you guys are gonna fucking make up or you're gonna find some way to like make it make it happen that I, I don't know it was just kind of like i wasn't worried about them and then like i was like oh well, kate kate wants still hanging out with this like old man oh he's gonna have some award show and oh jack black's doing the music for it. it's like what is this let's go like and that's where I guess that divide kind of became more apparent was that latter half where it was just kind of like going back. It was really just going back and forth and, and no no meshing meshing there where I think like maybe, and I know to your point, Cara, it, it's probably, it could be definitely better without it, but I think like a certain other movie might like, okay, third act where they're together and they're, all their problems are coalescing in some way. But at the same time, yeah, it's, it would have detracted from what Kate Winslet went through to get mm -hmm. Cameron Diaz back involved. And, and her story to completion was really, really great. And it wasn't necessary to have that, but to also Brandon, who was also at that blockbuster, you were talking about, oh, you're talking about meta, you're talking about meta stuff. And yes. I was like, it's got to be <laughs> get this. So Dustin Hoffman, was seriously just going to the blockbuster <laughs> filming. So that outfit then, his his outfit he was wearing. Totally. Yeah. Oh like my God. Dustin Hoffman just showing up to the blockbuster and he's like, oh, you guys are filming? No and obviously way. they're like, you're fucking Dustin Hoffman. Do you want to be in this movie? Oh and then he's in the goddamn movie. And it was He so looks great. exactly like I would expect if I was at what? some public like 7-Eleven to be like also what is he Hoffman? doing out of block like what is he renting out of blockbuster i want to know yeah i would like to know that oh i mean most actors right like love films and yeah. again like another blockbuster like situation that we're never gonna get is like you just any like stature of person any walk of life is go that loves movies is going into a blockbuster and you just have to go to this physical location yeah. that is near near your house and then these these fucking situations happen where you got yeah, some snacks like, and, and something uh, to watch i miss that so much oh i really do it was a way to kill some time too like before yeah. i mean before and you got you can grab pizza Before or whatever. You, you don't have to movie, like too. Like there was one right yeah. where my like movie theater was when I was younger. So we'd all uh -huh. go get like ice cream and then we'd go to like Blockbuster before or after the movie mm -hmm. and um you know, rent a movie for later if we were gonna have a sleepover. Or it's like, yeah, I gotta return these. Well it's like yeah. I'm returning, I might as well get more. And then the cycle continues. Oh yeah. Good times. So, uh, I think uh, those conversations okay. started. I, 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 got some, I, got, I got one more blockbuster fact. <laughs> so they had to remove all of Kate Winslet and Jack Black's movies out of the scenes. Did it, so, were, okay. If they were in there, that would have been weird, right? But yeah. They, both of those had lots of, like, a fair amount of movies in prominent no uh, places in a blockbuster, and they had to remove those. So that was the thing that they had to do. That's what I was wondering with the movie collection at, uh, at Cameron Diaz's house. I was wondering, I was like, are these all 
which is a this is a universe columbia movie i was mm -hmm. like did they make sure that they're all universal movies columbia. that columbia movies that were like inlining the blockbuster and like what the ones that he pulled out and was singing his epitaph oh do we have copyright it's like oh well we fucking made that movie so it's cool just fucking sing over or whatever um right. i thought that was yeah and the whole like making of the whole making of the movies and everything it was just like movies about making movies, movies. Is, i guess that in itself can be polarizing and that's usually something that i feel like critics like more but it's, yeah i don't know i know i was surprised by that i thought yeah. they would like the whole yeah like a movie about yeah. here's some old writer getting credit after the fact i don't know but in, the problem is, is it never gets into it. And I'll, I'll be on the side of the critics right now. Like, there are very few scenes where Kate Winslet is actually having a conversation with, uh, with the uh, elder man, what is his name? Arthur, um, about like what starlets of the past like overcame in real life because he would know because he's a Hollywood insider or what their characters were doing there's really it's very light on that mm -hmm. like there yeah. there isn't there isn't a you know what this movie could have benefited from is a scene with kate winslet and arthur and then a kate winslet arthur jack black miles sequence sure them watching an older movie and being oh, like yeah. oh how much do we love this like oh isn't it so crazy that she did this oh i remember when i helped write this like yeah there I guess the, what, of, what did they do? Yeah. They hang out with like all of his his buddies. Yeah, his. Because uh, yeah, uh, they, they have uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. Oh, that he did say sense. that she was acting like the best friend versus the leading uh, lady, but I know it still loved, doesn't really get into it. No, but love that. I, I did I was like so that. about that. It was that it conversation. Was, it was a good little tidbit. Yeah. Yeah, I, and and. I mean, maybe I'm going just back to that chemistry between Kate Winslet and Jack Black, but, but both of them have this ability to truly react to the situation and seeing them without even saying a line in certain situations. You can kind of see it in the poster, too. Their look that they, they have with each other, um, and they, it's probably superimposed. But um, in the movie itself, just like... The moments that they, they like, share are very like pregnant, yeah. pregnant pauses that are very like precious mm -hmm. and, and like um, enjoyable to experience. Whereas they're good yeah, conversationalists, like, like in real life. Cameron Diaz sometimes would just be like, "Oh, you said your line. Now this is my line. Now, now I'll say this," and uh, that's hard to compare against, obviously. But there's, I yeah, there, and I then could... also, and this is a really silly point to make whatever but their eyebrows are very kind of like similarly expressive <laughs> kate winslet and jack black somehow i don't know jack black's eyebrows are very expressive but some kate winslet's like they're she has very know, big eyebrows yeah very for big sure. eyebrows yeah is huge eyebrows yeah, yeah to, uh, to what you're talking about is like you can just imagine like coming out of a scene like kate winslet just like grabbing jack black on the shoulder just being like that was fucking awesome like that was so funny <laughs> what you just did there and like really enjoying just like being in that scene mm -hmm. together and just like having yeah. so much fun mm -hmm. and it just translates so well because like in a movie where the characters are pretty underwritten like it really just this movie thrives on 
the charismatic and star power of its uh, of its actors because like what they're talking about what they're doing is kind of just like whatever it's not interesting it's just like it's predictable like, for sure yeah it's pretty lot it's it. like we're we're here we're doing this you know what have you. but yeah like i don't know their energy is just so fucking awesome just so much about that relationship more so than the Jude Law Cameron Diaz relationship which that is the more supposedly the more steamy relationship the more sexually like charged relationship that you would be like oh man I'm so glad like yeah they got together and you just would be more horny for that relationship is what the movie would tell you it's definitely horny yeah you end up just being like no, I kind of like this like super fun, cute relationship that Kate Winslet and Jack Black are having more mm-hmm. so than this like. There's more depth. Know, so, yeah. Yeah. There's more depth to it. Yeah. And but, and and it just focuses on her as the main character. I know. I guess like what, Kim, but also Cameron Diaz, what she needed is to learn how to care about other other people as well. Oh my god, that um, crying thing when yeah. she finally that cries. That was yeah. a little ridiculous. Yeah, that was, yeah, was so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's more ridiculous. Okay, so there, I. I been wanting to bring this up what was the most fucking ridiculous thing i feel like i've seen in a movie in a long time and i've watched some stupid and ridiculous movies is when jude law and cameron diaz are kissing for the first time they have this weird conversation not a conversation it is cameron diaz being like kissing him and then being like how do i feel about that and kissing him again okay what am you know mm-hmm. she's looking for a response to be like elicited within her body of like oh and now i like this and mm. now i'm about this yeah and it was so uncomfortable when they yeah. first kiss <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i felt weird during that mo- kind of weird during that moment too when he first kissed her i was like and i Ugh. i don't i don't want to no, don't do it i don't want to <laughs> place that everything on the fault of Cameron Diaz but again it's like that could be an that could be an issue of like lost in translation of what she's trying to translate emotionally to the audience and how she's feeling about the situation because I was kind of concerned about her still I was like I'm not really sure what this guy's deal and he just kind of like drunkenly stumbled into like uh, kissing her or whatever but then but then then later what is he he's just like power in that situation yeah, yeah. I guess he is. To- he's totally passive. No, 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 no. He, he's just like I'm. Dude, a drunken, a, dr- a drunken dude just he sits down and he's like, "Can I?" That I, situation I can turn so fucking quickly. Like a drunk, just a, I don't know, just like, and I'm thinking like, too maybe too paranoid of just like, a, but just like a, a strange drunken man walking a into your man. In, into your <laughs> like London like Airbnb in the middle in the middle of the night, night. and like, then like that moment morning. where he's like, "Can I just stay? I won't do anything." And then like five minutes later, he fucking just max on you it's just like it was a little much like to like take in i think and i think it would have taken a lot yeah it would have taken a lot from her maybe i would have still felt the same way but i was just unsure at first how to feel about that but then she was yeah i don't know like but she was also quick like, she was into it on the second they kiss both i were think playing games with each other it was just kind of funny because but he looks like Jude Law. It was so predicated on the fact that he just looks like Jude Law. And it's like, oh, well, it's, it's just like, well, shit. Like, yeah. what the I'm fuck the am I going to do? I'm person on this planet. Yeah. Like, seriously. The guy is... It, it, 
is a could be a model first then actor like the guy is such a good looking guy and he's so incredibly charming and just the ease of this like we're talking about uh, it starts off and he's just doing like the cool guy right (laughs) oh yeah oh my god this isn't you and he just has this um energy about him where he is never that forward and i thought that something that was very sexy and cool is that he's like he's drunk and he kind of just like gets really like kind of in her face a little bit and then he's like oh i need to sit down because i'm drunk but he's just like is able to close the gap between the two of them where they're like really in an intimate space and then he's like i'm gonna now remove myself because like you know i am a little lightheaded i am being honest in this situation and all of that stuff is just so fucking charming where you're like oh yeah this works if the the other person is into it yeah it could be super annoying if the other person wasn't into it sure because in the back of my mind too it's just like this motherfucker is like trying to find a way to like stay longer than he should like oh i'm gonna sit down because i'm drunk it's like like i was just asleep i don't know well she technically wasn't but still she was what was she she was asleep at that point i thought she was having a hard time going to sleep she was oh she was laying she might have no, she was laying in bed. It was dark. But her eyes were like, open because she was like, I can't sleep. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But whatever. It was like, that just is like a scary thing to to be presented with at first. And then it's just like, oh, dreamboat. Hello. And then it's just like, uh, you're 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 good from, from there, I, I guess, with, with uh, Jude Law moves in, in that situation. Yeah. Um, that was that was my only oh, thing. And then, only then, thing and then I would present that. So I okay again. I just think his energy was really great for what the movie. I generally think so too. <laughs> and it could be on the fault of just like Cameron like, Diaz. Again, you know? I'm gonna lock you out, and then I'm gonna call the other person, and then you're gonna wait outside like that. This is a movie, and he brought. If it was energy. if it was written today, she would have kicked him the fuck out. Yeah, and he would have gone totally. home, and then it would have been like I'll see for uh, like, and then they she would have gone to get coffee or groceries the next day and she would have been like which oh hey how's kate it going winslet did, which is what kate winslet did mm. jack black comes over to get the whatever and then she's like can you come back tomorrow i'm gonna call cameron diaz and make or yeah call cameron diaz make sure that she knows you and then he comes back and get the thing or whatever oh man something that just came to my mind that i just was laughing so hard was towards the beginning of the movie is that we're introduced to Jack Black and he's composing a, a score for a TV show or movie. And then um, Shannon Sossman's there. And then he like kind of is paying attention to her and then kind of like leans in to like interact with her. And he's still just like on the piano <laughs> scoring the TV show or whatever. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny of like, he's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, I'm like dude you're working right now like, just hit the pause button I don't know like what What do you do like you're not even you know I mean maybe I'm, I don't know I guess I don't score movies maybe that's how they're like it's like you know I'm kind of like I can do this in my sleep I can kind of pay attention or whatever but that's but that makes me think of forgetting Sarah Marshall just mm-hmm. his, his his job in that movie and, and when he's like drunk going or no he's sorry he's just like 
super pissed off after the breakup and he's trying to yeah. play that day and everything <laughs> that sort of stuff is just so funny to me yeah when like yeah music is just a language that some of these people speak like musicians and stuff and they can just kind of like like when really ex like, express themselves however they want at any moment jack you know? black pulls up to the gate uh to uh cameron Diaz's house uh -huh. and he's like wait Saudi. baby listen to the listen to the flutes this is the best part yeah, you remember yeah. That? <laughs> something with the flute yeah, yeah. as he's like <laughs> ringing the doorbell like yeah, he's like, yeah. Man, he listened to this part you know <laughs> i thought that was really funny because, i knew there was something like i was trying to remember yeah we also forgot also oh continue no no you go oh i was just gonna say we forgot a very important character in this movie the santa annas oh the santa oh. annas oh my god it was the it was the fifth that was such a nancy myers thing that she's probably done or just to her gardener of just kind of like oh hey jose oh hey it's the santa annas hey sorry <laughs> gotta go <laughs> speaking of gardeners though jose makes appearance in this movie and it was such a good fucking appearance so um uh ed burns is on the ground, Cameron Diaz is <laughs> yeah. in this very convenient um, uh, 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 balcony front yard, balcony area, and then the uh, there's a cutaway to the gardener because he is deciding whether or not to tell her that he actually yeah. is sleeping with somebody else, and then the gardener's like, "Don't fucking do it," <laughs> and it's just like zooms in on his face, and he's just like, "No, man, don't do it." <laughs> Those are the moments of the movie that are really good. And just like with the Cameron Diaz uh, being like hearing the trailer of her life. Oh, like that, I love that stuff. Yeah. That stuff is super fun it's and so interesting. Fun. And mm -hmm. this movie doesn't have enough of it. It could have like, gone more for sure. It could be exponentially better if mm -hmm. you just had this like more uh, like reality breaking element of it of people are in on the situation and they're commenting about how this you know what you're doing about this relationship or what's happening in this situation and it just kind of gets into this pocket where it doesn't critique itself at all so it's allowed mm -hmm. to just be like really kind of fucking boring in the middle of the road and it would just so much benefit from people being like you guys, you guys are crazy. Like, again, like with Cameron Diaz drinking in the fucking grocery store. Like, where was the conversation with somebody else in the grocery store being like, oh, wow, you're <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that or something like that. All there, all we get is like, oh, looks like you're having a party. Come on, Nancy. Like you can, you can do a little bit more than that. It's just, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, not. I mean, it, yeah, whitewash, but it's just kind of like also kind of almost like not watered down. I don't want to say watered down because that's not really what I'm going for, but just like it's not kind of just like easy going, free flowing, kind of just like the the energy of of the move of her movies and uh the music like the music is like i think hans zimmer does a lot of the music for her movies hans and, everything, zimmer did the music. and everything mm -hmm. yeah and it's yeah. kind of like this wh this whimsical sort of uh f fun sort of very airy sort of score that he's able to put in a lot of these things but also like that really helps with the emotional sort of beats 
and in order to make something like funny and silly and then go back to being emotional and sad i think the music does a huge job in in helping facilitate those moments um but uh it's just like reminds me of like yeah like a tyler perry sort of thing where it's like you go to see a tyler perry movie like you kind of like know what you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit um which i have not seen but i i understand that it's like a brand almost and it's like the nancy myers brand of of movie to see and uh it's just it, a very confident it's, it's great yeah. and like the either like i don't know like the middle of the day and like a lazy day or yeah if you're drinking some some wine and and you're feeling like you're you're either going through a breakup or you're just like i don't know like at least like it's complicated has been that movie for me where it's it's just been kind of like i don't have to think and there's this meryl streep almost yeah like maternal sort of thing with her in that movie where it's just like makes me very like comforted and uh interested in like her problems that really are just so far away from my problems it seems like in like a different direction it it seems it seems like uh rather than maybe uh, like other movies where I'm watching people go through like some real shit. Uh, but like when I watch something like that and what's the, what's the show big little lies or whatever, where it's just like, why am I watching this? I don't know. It's just like some world that I don't know and I'll never be a part of, but it's interesting to kind of watch how cutthroat it is. Uh, it, I don't that's more big little lies, I guess, but just like, but that just like, uh yeah the cutthroat nature of that i guess but um of rich white women i, I don't know it's just so, so i don't watch like i don't watch like real housewives or anything like that but that's like probably a little too much but um the the drama itself is is just is just vanilla like you said and i know that i'm gonna be kind of safe and okay with it and it's gonna highlight honestly like characters almost like in a like Woody Allen movie or something like that where like oh it's like oh this person's in a Woody Allen movie I get to just hear this person speak Woody Allen dialogue you know back when we you would watch Woody Allen movies but um which we don't know I guess we don't we we I don't know I I haven't, no, we don't. I haven't seen the documentary. And I, I, you should see it. It's fucked up as shit. Yeah, it sounds super fucked up, but uh, that's enough for me to. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's just like just in that in that sense of like the the dialogue and you know you hear someone's gonna be in that movie and I think that's kind of like her kind of even from this movie yeah. it's, it's complicated something's got it's just like oh the, that person's gonna be. And I, I'm not sure if there were books before or after how she does the screenplays, but it's like, oh, you get to see that person um, in a Nancy Myers in Nancy Myers land doing Na- Nancy Myers things, <laughs> and uh, that brings me comfort in a weird way. Uh, and Big Little Lies is just something where I can watch the drama of it maybe a bit more. <laughs> no, totally, because the writing's better. I mean, both of them, to your point, is like, uh, you know white women problems um but unfortunately the unfortunately the problem with this movie is is that the writing isn't interesting 
and it drags. It just drags at a certain point. It drags. They can, uh, so uh, can get uh, to the uh, point better. A critique of a New York Times article that I read is is that this movie makes love actually seem very gritty. That's <laughs> because love actually gets to more of the fucked up nature of relationships mm. or the complicated nature of relationships mm, yeah. and this doesn't really because like it's more about Jack, the personal journey in a weird mm-hmm. way yeah like um there isn't a time in this movie where jack black really sees shannon saucman like fucking him over they're like at the blockbuster and then he sees shannon saucman holding hands with somebody mm-hmm. and that's that's the the realization and the conflict of that relationship that is so vanilla and where it could have been what if jack black walked into shannon saucman fucking somebody on his like keyboard <laughs> in his office like it, it doesn't have to be as graphic as that but it could be something more complicated or or just as complicated and less graphic than that and that would have been something that love actually would closer entertain than this movie or most of nancy myers movies will entertain i know that it's complicated gets into sex a little bit more and that's why it's just an overall better movie is because not only does it get into sex more but it just gets into like deeper drives of human relationships and this doesn't because Kate Winslet and Jack Black's relationship is never that intimate. And then Cameron Diaz's relationship and Jude Law's relationship is never that serious. Like one thing that I I feel like that's what it's building towards the whole time is to be, to be serious, to be serious and never gets there. Like something I was thinking about when I was just trying to conceptualize what it would be like to be in a relationship like that. And it kind of made me think of you guys because Kara works in film and then like you, James, is the person who doesn't work in film. Like there is only so many places that your work will exist. And you also need to be physically a part of that work in order for it to exist. Because like something that I've gone through with my job, with people who have jobs similar to me, like some of the friends that I made here in San Diego that work at a, again, similar like type of job as me, is that we're starting to realize that work is becoming less about going into the office or being in a physical location. And it's about what are your, what is the expertise the energy and the drive you're bringing just to the team and it can be wherever that person is like it could also be in different time zones like you could really work out a company work out uh, per, uh professional growth and relationships and without borders now that covid has really just kind of like amplified it and i was thinking about cameron diaz's relationship and it, and it is convenient that she just edits trailers So I guess she doesn't need to be in Hollywood, but I just to kind of like drill down on like what it means to just give up your life to go be with somebody, which is sometimes a fundamental part of a romantic comedy is that there is a usually a woman 
saying, I am going to give into this love and forget what's going on. And that is fun in a movie sense, but I just, maybe as I'm getting older, focusing on like, what are the logistics of that? What does that look like in a yeah. relationship? Mm -hmm. And it, it, I don't know. There's not any of that in this movie. Like there's not, I think they might've talked about like, oh, I need to go back here or I need to spend time doing this. What is that going to look like? Like there is none of that in that's, the movie. Yeah, I think that's that's again like where the main criticism, or not of the main, but one of the, one of the main ones for me would be yeah, it drags for a movie that wants to be the holiday and the parts that I enjoy about it are those maybe kind of like when it is kind of like when you're on a holiday, it's like you're on it for a bit too long and you kind of just want to go home. It's like at near, Two weeks, the, yeah. near the end of this movie, and it's kind of just like kind of like if you it's almost too much enough time to like possibly give if in in from what you're saying camera diaz that serious moment and then have the ramifications come to light about what that what they would actually have to deal with with that rather than have it be predicated on just the it seemed like more on the fact that oh my god he's a dad to these two girls there's so much time built up to that discovery rather than that just be accepted and then have to move on with like actually just being in a relationship and that being like yeah okay well we can move past that let's actually get to um how we're going to be able to do this that that was just the the catch there and then once that happened the movie just kind of kept going for much longer and uh yeah. with kate winslet there was like more serious things going on and kind of more of a, a well thought out sort of story with uh different characters that you know i think jack black could have used maybe a little bit more time but it could have been more uh in depth with the time that it had or it could have been just like more just about the holiday and i think sure. it, it could have gone through those motions uh, a bit cleaner and been more about the fun of being on the holiday and, and uh, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law having like the the love affair or whatever and, and then realizing with the kids and having to get with the kids in the long distance and having to, to figure that out uh, you know totally. but, but, but like the re retelling the story and re-editing it or however we may do it it's yeah, it's tricky. It's just like I'm not sure what people would want out of this movie, which, again, may, we go to our kind of like the why – maybe we can all kind of talk about why and we maybe think it, it's polarizing, and then I can kind of maybe yeah, just bring up some random yeah. kind of like reviews that I might uh, catch catch a, like that. I might first bring up, but it's like for me, it's – I think it is kind of um, – maybe with the critics it could be like more of the same from like nancy myers or something i can imagine them saying something like that or we've kind of like talked about it a lot already but uh just a a script that maybe is a little bit more threadbare on on the dissection of and the duality of these two storylines mm -hmm. that don't really fit to make a whole in a in a, in a more complete way uh and and having um, kind of just a, uh, 
not not glued together com completely in, in in certain ways whether it be like interacting elements of those different plot lines or um you know they come back earlier within the movie and then they have to deal with being home and at some point or and, and what it's like to come back from the holiday or, or something well, real something quick like about that. just going off of the thing about jude law and cameron diaz like he there is a moment where he kind of says like you worry too much about like how things aren't going to work out he kind of mm. says like just be in the now like kind of just enjoy what we have now mm -hmm. and we can figure it out as we go mm. and then the same with the kate winslet and the jack black thing like they don't actually start dating he doesn't actually ask her out on a date till yeah. the end of the movie mm -hmm. so it really is like just the start of a mm -hmm. whole new movie it's about them as yeah. characters and yeah. it's mm -hmm. i mean you know yeah you can't really think about what they're gonna do at home because the movie's called the holiday they're on holiday yeah i guess i was just speaking more to the point of how that structure could be altered and i think that's something i brandon and i constantly do in in this at certain points in this podcast is kind of just like think about how it could be structured differently or the different ways that this story could be told and um having an ensemble cast and having all those pieces fit in a satisfying way is very difficult uh but the moments as they pre present themselves are enjoyable and uh my my gripes would be with yeah like the length and then um some aspects mm -hmm. of of uh certain chemistry and performance things with um yeah i don't know like as i was i feel like i'm open-minded with cameron diaz and everything and going into it but that just kind of is hard for me to to draw myself in when it's just not not engaging in that way to have someone so charming and so uh charismatic kind of with his body language jude law and everything and kind of having Every fiber of this being, Cameron Diaz kind of, and she is much, she is much better when she's <laughs> yeah. like tan. He's charming, you know. He, yeah, and she, and he rubs off on her because like she is much better around him and and around um, other people, other people and everything. But uh, yeah, I was I was thinking uh, some some frustration with uh, the predictability of it mm -hmm. as well something like that do you guys have any opinions there i'll read some review reviews and then yeah, we'll get into have, some final I, thoughts i have a kind of a final thought honestly like so this movie fundamentally in my mind has a problem with it is about love but it is it presents in the writing of it the wrong kind of love this movie starts off talking about like, oh, this is going to be this really uh, fundamental deep love, and this movie should be more about a vapid love and more about the development of the women in this, and that's totally missing the mark. It's like it's not it's not jiving on what this could be. This movie could be something even better and elevated if it was more about the fun of a holiday, to your point, Cara, mm -hmm. of like, if this was, if, if the, this movie fully committed to that space of this is, we're on this holiday, we're having these 
once in a lifetime relationships that are going to develop our per opinion and perspective on life, but it is going to stay in this zone and I'm going to move out of this into the next phase in my life. That would make this movie even better. But this movie doesn't do that. It talks about love that is long lasting, love that is eternal. And then it just doesn't fully commit to that. And it doesn't fully commit to it in the sense of the relationship between Cameron Diaz and Jude Law isn't that deep. And then we're at the start of a relationship with Kate Winslet and Jack Black, which could be deep because it really has the most potential in this in this movie uh, but yeah like it occupies a space that is safe on so many grounds that it is relatively mindless like mm. you can just yeah it, it stimulates you enough with beautiful people and sometimes them having fun conversation mm -hmm. but it, it never chooses to challenge you as to what could relationships be? Mm -hmm. And it never gives you the satisfaction of what could relation, what could a relationship in a host of other relationships be? And it never, it never commits to either one of those. It just chooses to do this incredibly serviceable job of here is uh, two couples and they, Get together and kind of start stuff and and yeah I just I love this movie because the people in it are amazing and that's kind of it like I don't really love this movie because of the story of it mm -hmm. I, I just love it because Kate Winslet and Jack Black, and honestly, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. Like, them just being together, yeah. it has an energy about it that is worth your time to watch this movie. Yeah. Because they're all really great actors. They're really great. And they're, 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 they're stars. <laughs> I mean, they're all stars, yeah. They're all stars. They're, yeah. You know, because I want to be more forgiving I know I've been railing I'm so sorry this entire time. such an asshole and like you know I I could imagine people talking about Cam working with Cameron Diaz and being like she is the fucking best mm -hmm. oh like, yeah I yeah. would work with her all the time mm -hmm. any day of the week like she is gonna show up bring it her all and yeah, she, for sure. and get the and get the job done and get a coffee truck for the crew <laughs> the coffee truck in and out trucks coming uh, yeah I, I'd imagine her being a consummate professional consummate professional and she brings some of that energy which is why at times we love her it's just for some reason when I see Kate Winslet and when I see Jude Law I want a movie that is going to make me think about relationships in a way that I've never thought about them and this movie does not do that. It just tells you that relationships exist yeah. and that it feels good being in there. Yeah. And that's all you get out of yeah. it. Relationships, kooky, crazy, fun. I, you know. I think there's, you know, there's the personal, the personal journey is very important to Nancy Myers. Yeah. And that's, that's something that, 
these these women characters is is who she's concerned about in this movie and how all the characters are affecting them in particular and how they come out on the other side um at the end of it and uh Cameron Diaz cries and she gets in touch with her emotions and she you know is truly a engaging with life in a way that is fulfilling um to her and she is uh it was it was, the holiday was was worth it for her and, and all that and Kate Winslet I already expressed my my whole thing about it and she's ready to uh accept another person into her life cuz she's learned how to give her own, herself the self-respect of not putting up with something that Jasper Bloom would do or, you know and she knows that Jack Black is is somebody that has an unrequited love as well with Shannon Sossman so they they relate and I'm sure bond over that even if you don't you don't have to to see it but all your points are are very well taken Brandon and uh yeah like I I I see these these uh things in some of her other movies but i think this one they're a little they're a little more glaring as Mm -hmm. in terms of like my 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 enjoy my enjoyment of it because it's like uh it's not these movies should never be something that you think about like wanting to turn off and it was about an, an hour and because you're just kind of like, yeah, leave it on, whatever. It's cool. Like, and it was like, it was kind of like, we were watching it like at night last, last night and like an hour. in, I think I was kind of just like, ah, Cameron so Diaz and Jude Law, like, just, just get, figure it out, like figure it out and get together. Like, uh, and yeah, there's, there's still on holiday. Oh man. Uh, but that was, that was, that was the main thing. We can skip reviews. Cause guess what audience? Rotten Tomatoes is fucking down right now, man. We're, it's 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 down, and we cannot access it. It's it's amazing. I I tried, Brandon tried, and it's uh, incommunicado. Uh, I can I can I was, read wait, some I just random to say shit. Something but... real quick. I feel like too a lot of yeah, her please. themes are yeah, about definitely. like um, women just in a rut in their life and yeah. not knowing how to let loose and. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know I feel like maybe I don't I didn't necessarily love this movie like I I think I enjoyed it much more when I was younger but rewatching it again I kind of have the same feelings as you and I also was like wow this is really long like why don't they just get it together (laughs) now but you know when you're younger you're just like who like Jude Fun and so much fun and now as I'm older I'm like oh I actually like the storyline of Kate Winslet and Jack Black because that seems more realistic but just I guess the reason why I've been more like like as you guys were I wouldn't say pick picking apart the movie but the reason why I've been more like but he explains this or this is happening because like I think what Nancy Myers is trying to say is like you just have to kind of let loose of it and just like go with it and like Mm -hmm. just have fun it doesn't matter what happens next Mm -hmm. relationship wise and in the storyline mm-hmm. but like just to have fun like Cameron Diaz is like oh I never hook up with people on the first date or like I never do this type of thing and so like she lets loose and like mm-hmm. starts hooking up with someone randomly and Kate Winslet I guess what was her situation she falls too quickly but this time she was more 
focusing on herself. Yeah. That one I, was a stretch. Honestly, but, like, like, well, no, I mean, like, the, yeah. as much as she, I enjoyed she the, the relationship with, with the writer and, every, like, the old writer, it was a little aimless at parts. Like, yeah. what they were trying, what yeah. they're trying to communicate with that relationship. Totally. Like, I, I appreciated it, but also, like, it did seem like this extra element that Nancy Myers had in her back pocket of kind of, like, I'll just throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wrote this one line. For, I know we talked. I think we talked about it before we started recording. But he's just like, oh, I, I wrote this one line for Casablanca. I, I wrote this one line for Spartacus or whatever. I don't know. You just be like, you wrote all these famous lines for movies that you never wrote the whole script for. Yeah. You just be on set that day and, and drop a line. I thought that was so funny. But I interrupted what you're saying. No, part. I just. Sorry. I guess Sorry. my point is that like when I watch Nancy Meyer movies I think of it as like you're kind of going through a midlife crisis and you just have to like just drop everything and experience something new Mm -hmm. and just not think too much about what happens Mm -hmm. in those moments Um, like kind of like eat pray love where it's just like this is like what is happening here but like you're just experiencing something new you're Mm -hmm. you're entering a new you're transit you're in a transition transition period Mm -hmm. and you're just going with it and so it's that when i think of it when i think of her movies with that in mind totally i don't really care to pick apart the movie as much because Mm -hmm. i'm just like they're just messed up and they're you know going through it and they're they don't even know what they're gonna do Mm -hmm. next it just makes you think about it more when it lasts longer you know it's like yeah it's like almost two hours yeah (laughs) i did feel that way now i gotta really think about like what they're going through right yeah but but that that is interesting about the transition that's very true now that i'm like running a lot back yeah and i was even look at the looking at her other imdb stuff like this this absolute classic within my family father of the bride both one and two and that's another thing it's just like watching steve martin go through this huge transition is is so great because he's oh man Steve Martin's perfect for these kind of movies and he's great and it's complicated too but just like having somebody that can on a dime flip into like oh I'm smiling because I'm happy to like I'm smiling but I have this little tear behind my eye and mm-hmm. I'm like crying too or something I don't know it's like this the yeah the unrequited love and like the the urge to go and live your best life and 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 these women stifling themselves and being too caught up with work and and but also being wonderful mothers and families is kind of like a big part and some of her other movies but just like i've noticed her her elements of family are usually always really well done in terms of like making me feel like warm and like that she has a lot of experience and 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 that's one of something that's very important to her is family and and friends and the people around her and those relationships and and to have someone who so earnestly believes in in my mind for her like and believes in love or has a very fascination with love and everything that's that's something that i i buy in with these movies and i i enjoy and is like uh is something that i that i like about it it's just yeah this one I have already um, expressed my qualms with it. Um, I'll go ahead and give my rating. I think I've done enough uh, of my own monologuing about it with my both my pros and my cons. Oh God, um, I'm gonna do. Wait, oh, is that okay, Brandon? What do you, What do you got? No, real, real quick. He's just, got something in the chamber, folks. I got something in the chamber. <laughs> so, 
Is this another blockbuster fact? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have another. <laughs> I do. There we go. I do, I do have another blockbuster. I'm glad fact. I brought it up. So the, the movie that they is Kate Winslet picked up for her and Jack Black to watch was a uh, punch drunk love. Yes. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. you didn't notice. No. Oh, I told you. Oh, I, I, I don't listen. <laughs> What was I? What did I say? When I was just like, well, "Oh, great!" Actually, I, don't, I don't know if I should say, but I was like, "Oh, was, sure, whatever." Well, I was like, you "Look at dead. the movie," and then you were like, "Oh, yeah," and then you talked about a different movie, and I was like, "I'm just gonna go with that instead." Oh, I sound like a real asshole. No, you tell, no, you're you not. He's not normally. I... It was just. <laughs> it was just that moment where He's I was a like, real asshole, "Well, I don't care to further explain." What did that. I? Oh, did I think it was a different movie? I forget what it was, but I was like, "Oh, look at the movie," and I, I think you thought. I was thinking of what you were thinking of. Oh, what was I? Thinking? I don't remember. Did I think it was some other movie? Yeah, because I thought that maybe we were on the same page about Punch Punch Drunk Love, but oh. then mm -hmm. clearly we weren't. I tell both of you, if I start talking and I don't stop, you gotta stop me. You gotta be like, that's not what I was talking about, you psychopath, stop monologuing. You gotta shut up and listen. I was like, I will explain it later, but then I forgot to. <laughs> Until now. I'm, man, I sound like a real... But anyways. So, so anyways, as I was saying, shut up, Kara. No, please. Um, do, so yeah. in, the, in the relationship in Punch Drunk Love, it is between Adam Sandler, an American, and a British woman ah. who is part of the airlines, which is very of this movie. Yeah, he it's builds up a, a airline fun points. little fact. Yeah, he does. Falls in love with a stewardess. Um, I forget she was a stewardess. Man, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. That movie's fucking great. That's a great example of... And I, I remember a while back reading an article about Jack Black talking about his career and how he talked about how much he wanted to do a movie like Adam Sandler. Yeah. Drunk Love. Oh, my God. Sure. Of, uh, like, really taking you out of this s comedy sphere and really doing, like, a drama, but doing yeah. it in a way dark comedy like a Coen Brothers movie or a P.T. Anderson movie and just having that opportunity to be that character I mean, he's, getting, he's, he's getting at an age where if he were to play a P.T. Anderson character where if you were doing a period piece what if he was like some type of like um, like the boss of something or whatever just saying would be people out there like that's a like he he's well, like boss point. baby a retelling of boss baby no not or boss nacho baby. libre <laughs> Get that going out of my face. God, he's so good in that movie. <laughs> I love him in that movie. Uh, but you, okay, so the point that I... So, yes, blockbuster fact. Um, oh, God, what was the point that... I, the movie that, she, that Kate Winslet had to... There's, what? Something with... She no, had to hold a movie? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so, what, Icar, what you were talking about is, is that, like, Nancy Myers providing you this experience that you have to accept and like there's something that is innately powerful about that like you're you understand what you're gonna get out of a nancy myers movie and she's really great at doing that like it's so interesting to watch a director that is 
again, like somebody you would want to work with. It's not that you are interesting and to the like why the critics would poo poo this is like it's not an interesting movie at all. But if you told me that everybody had fun, it was like harmless, not, ex not expensive. It was like just thought out, cared for and executed in a way that was it essentially did what it intended to do. Like she fucking crushes it. Mm -hmm. Like she is the type Every of person time. where you're like, like I feel comfortable giving you lots of money because I know that you are going to be interesting in your casting because you like kind of are like know these people and you get this, this what we're doing here and you're going to put it together where it doesn't regardless of what the script is it's going to make sense it's going to be like we got like it if somebody were to grade her paper you'd be like well technically there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> technically you did exactly what the <laughs> thesis statement of this essay was about did i enjoy reading it <laughs> I enjoyed how put together it was, but it didn't. I also was, you know, doing my laundry while I was <laughs> reading this. Like, I don't need to. F I don't. You're not demanding anything. You're mm -hmm. not making me think critically about anything that's going mm -hmm. on. But you presented me with a f movie that had good looking people in it yeah. that did their part. Mm -hmm. And we got from point A to point B. And lots of white and, clothing. Like we had some shawls. I just <laughs> the, the outfit. Yeah. Uh, let me just say that uh, there was there was a moment. Was it a turtleneck? Just, she it, likes white like, turtlenecks. See that white turtleneck Cameron Diaz is in? That's all Diane Keaton wore, yeah. wears in Something Gotta Give. You see in both of these posters, Diane Keaton and St. Cameron Diaz both have white turtlenecks. Similar haircuts too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. We got the Nancy Myers. What does she look like? Um, oh, like them. <laughs> she oh, she does like have that haircut. Oh my goodness. She looks yeah, like Diane Keaton, kind of, actually. Yeah, she looks like Diane Keaton. Um, yeah, I... And it's in... I'm sure... She's they, probably such a wonderful person. To I know. Oh, I'm sure she's great to work with. In the, the story then, she would tell... And especially when you see the, the, the improvisation and everything of, of everyone and bringing, wanting to bring certain energy of people onto the set. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I brought up that I brought up that Woody Allen Twins. thing. It just kind of reminds me of, of that. And I'm Diane Keaton, obviously. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of Woody Allen, too. But, like, just... That it almost seems like the energy that we will have making this movie will exude through the screen into people exactly. into people's hearts and all that work and I'm sure a lot of people feel that when they're making a movie and it must be devastating when it doesn't translate exactly but to have that through line it's like yeah she she is an auteur in in her way and I'm sure people come like will come to her and and they want to, the, the branded nancy myers content and and you can get it i mean i guess she hasn't done anything since the intern i, I didn't see that movie i'm not i don't know how successful that one was but it was um, pretty successful yeah it's that i remember that having a buzz about it's it a, but, a, you know robert and de niro in it 
Yeah, and and Anne Hathaway and Anne Hathaway had her t- chippy top of her career. Definitely, it was coming yeah. out when Anne Dark Knight Rises and hot, stuff, and like Les, Les Miserables yeah. and and shit, and yeah. um, she's attracting the the talent. Oh, and she's it's just such a uh, smart, and then she's a smart and person. she's a she's an author to <laughs> you know. And she's able to come over and do screenplays and then direct movies. It's like that takes a lot, a lot of talent and a lot of know, know all like of, of so many different facets of, of that industry. And um, and yeah, just that those uh, those abilities are Nancy, are just, we love you. Nancy, this podcast, we love you. <laughs> Nancy, yeah. we fucking love you. I you don't need to make a movie that is like gonna fucking make us think about relationships differently it gave us a movie that was totally serviceable and honestly fun to watch like it got a little long nancy Mm -hmm. but ultimately it wasn't it didn't feel that long and you know what keep making movies like you know i i'm for her making yeah and and like it's I feel like watching. I could watch Father of the Bride tonight and, and have a great time. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen that one, and it's and I'm kind of itching to to do that one again. And it's I think it's a lot of her movies will be on rotation for me, and it's truly a feel feeling that I want to feel is will be the reason yeah. that I I put those on, and I'm not looking to be challenged. And so if she continues <laughs> to do that, then it will be successful for me because that's exactly what I'm, I'm looking for. And like, yeah, like I just just watching Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson have a romance and, and something's got to oh, give, man. It's oh. it was something it's that like it, it could drag at a certain point, but it's just I'm so charmed by it all. And then I you you get the emotional side of these things that oh this was the I was gonna make this point a second ago um, but just that and I think I already have but it's it is admirable that she has written stu- things written that she and she, she really directed she really knows and made it yeah. and made it interesting and she it seems like she hasn't had to really stretch too far beyond just imagining what like certain people I imagine in her life she's come in contact with would handle some of these situations or certain certain things that she's gone through herself or would imagine that she would go through and it almost seems very cathartic how her writing process is is putting uh characters that are like her in situations that she's either been through and before or she's going through right now and age and and mortality and and romance and sex is is all a part of it and cooking and it's just like this uh (laughs) Yeah, kind of oh. eat, eat, pray, love sort of lifestyle sort of sort of thing. I don't know, but I just I I'm, I buy into it when I'm in the mood, man. It's great. I would just say I'm gonna co-opt this from here on out. I'm making a declaration on this podcast. My meal of choice every Christmas Eve is gonna be a bowl of fettuccine. Mm. It's. It just seems so good, and it seems so like, oh, I'm going to have these stereotypical foods the next day, but to just have something that is a comfort food, but it is not, it is far enough away from what the holiday is. It just mm. sounded so fucking good. Yeah. 
just a big old bowl of fettuccine. Yeah, and then you just like you lay down right after. And yeah, it's great. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed at nine o'clock. I'm hanging mm-hmm. out with my family. Like, what am I gonna? You know, I'm not. A, maybe it's just the age now, but I'm like I'm not gonna go fucking rage till two o'clock because I'm back in town. I'm like, <laughs> you're 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 going to go hang out with your family. I mean, and maybe your family doesn't live. In in the town you grew up in but like i don't know like there's a part of me that is over like could you imagine staying up till 1 30 in the morning on the on christmas eve you know because you're going to visit your family dude i'm no i'm eating myself into oblivion whether it's (laughs) fettuccine or or something else i'm going to eat and then eat like the biggest dessert i've had all year if i can after all the food (sighs) but um some version we'll just, of some version of pie. Just pair some. Why are we talking about this? A, a James Bond movie. Well, no, it was in the movie. Oh, yeah, I'm just I'm saying you're going to get me hungry, and that's what happens when I watch Meryl Streep cooking those chocolate chocolate <laughs> chocolate croissants. Beautiful kitchens. Oh my god. All right. Those kitchens, I, man. Her kitchen, I just and that's what that's another part of that movie is she's just trying to she the whole whole relationship with Steve Martin is like. I have to, like, build this other wing of my house. Can you do it for me? And, like, that's how she meets him. It's, like, the most, like, <laughs> Nancy so Myers thing. It's just, like, yeah. oh, I got to, like, improve my, like, house improvement. Oh, I got to spend all this money to build a whole other wing. And then you see Steve Martin, like, he's just, like, this architect. He's a very well-accomplished architect. And it's, like, cool seeing just, like, fucking rich ass white people just fucking like yeah let's go drink some wine and eat some uh chocolate croissants and like ooh, well, let's be really bad and smoke a joint Ooh, we'll be so bad and then alec baldwin's just being a son of a bitch oh my god he's such a horn dog and he's such a you guys oh, are spoiling this I'm movie sorry. for me you i'm know. done i'm done okay. i'm done all right i think i'm, I'm gonna have to watch it right it's now. hot I'm, i think we're delirious at this point after the white wine and the heat i'm just i feel like i've i'm I'm cooking. So can I? Can, I'm going to continue with my my rating. I think. Yes. Uh, I'm hovering. Ratings out. I'm hovering between. Uh, f- there's like five percent difference of where I'm hovering. This helps though. This helps. Um, fuck. I'll do a seventy-two. Seventy-two. Nice. Seventy-two percent. Um, but yeah, if you, Car, would you like to say any final words and then a rating between one and 100? Oh man, one and 100. I mean, I was going to say 70, but 72 feels like a good number because it's not quite just 70, but it's not 75%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I was going between 67 and 72. That was my 5% range. 67. Hmm. I was, that was the high, high end of that range. That I went with. I might do seventy three percent. Do it. I think I want to Price go with right seventy three. Seventy three percent. I'm doing a seventy two. Oh my <laughs> god! I wanted to do that. So I didn't think we could all pick the same number. That feels so good when I said it. I <laughs> yeah. was like, that is. It was either. Seven, I was originally thinking seventy three, but I was like, oh. I don't know. I feel like a seventy two like, is a good a, one too. I don't Can think I it's in the sixty range. Yeah, let's all do, let's all be in the hand holding seventy two. We'll be in the hand holding really club. Huh? We'll be in the hand holding club. I'm per- yeah, seventy two. You're stealing that from Doughboys. Well, great. 
Well, I'm glad we all came to the consensus. I wish we could bring up what the uh, official Rotten Tomatoes score was, but if, since we haven't said it, from my memory, uh, audience was around 80, and then critics was around 50-something mm. uh, or so. So, um, yeah, we're, we're leaning towards the audience more on this one. It's funny that we still kind of continue to agree on a lot of things. We haven't been too polarized here. Uh, <laughs> but... That, I don't know. It's like, that, that seems... The, po- the, the reasons that movie is polarizing is just kind of like people is like, it's, if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. You kind of know that before you go in or not. But, exactly. Um, the critics, that still surprised me. Not, I won't get back into it. Anyways, Kara, um, you're going to sit in. You don't have to sit in anymore. You can, you can leave if you want. We were going to decide our next movie. Do you have any suggestions for... Uh, for a genre or a, a or genre a, just like or, a type of movie that we should okay, do so, so a thing that i've been doing is, is like when you watch say the holiday mm-hmm. it's either did i like this enough that i want to understand more about this genre or did i not okay i don't want to say not like but do i now want something different right yeah hmm well what do you feel like Brandon this time around do you want more? I mean uh, so there's a part of me that would say this was enjoyable and I would watch more of it but then it was vanilla and kind of didn't get to enough where I'd be like if you were to tell me to watch something totally different you'd be welcome hmm let's see we're gonna take a moment and and take a look here at at a at a running list that Brandon and I have have concocted of uh, polarizing movies. As I said before, we cannot access Rotten Tomatoes, so um, we will not have access to those EPK real quick to or those scores. Okay, uh, but we're looking at this uh, this list right here could be down to watch white chicks but i don't know if that's in the same genre ish or cars feeling white chicks we have brandon on a bathroom break let's see let's see what he feels like when he comes back this is one that i've brought up to him as well in the past and Which he has white, white chicks, chicks. Oh. and he has not been super down but uh i know he has seen that movie and is familiar with it is it something where Hmm. Still, still looking. Oh, Hook. Hook, yes. Mm-hmm. That's been something I've been wanting to watch recently. Okay, so we got Hook, we got White Chicks. Or you could go off the Cameron Diaz thing and... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I must, must have pulled that one up when I was looking at the holiday on Rotten Tomatoes and it was probably showing me something similar to... to uh, the holiday so brandon car threw out a couple we got she said maybe hook um the sweetest thing if we want to continue the cameron diaz train or uh white chicks she also mentioned the sweetest thing sweetest thing oh. so you, yeah i don't know what the, i don't know what the critical about yeah her. i know yeah and so we need to we, we need to get more into it we need to we're on a rom-com streak we need to step on the gas and we need to go what it what makes her great 
and get on board with Kubernetes. Yeah. This might do it. I did mention earlier in this very podcast that I'd be curious about revisiting that one because I think that was something that, like, I knew was, like, an R-rated movie and I was young enough. When did this come out? 2002? Yeah, I was, like, young enough where I couldn't exactly watch R-rated movies. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try and throw that on and maybe see see what that's also about. Also written by... Oh, never mind. Just that's, a Nancy. Different, Nancy that's a different Nancy. <laughs> that's a different Nancy. Nancy P- Pimentel. Uh, but yeah, Cameron Diaz, Christina Applegate. I mean, I fucking Selma Blair when I was younger, Thomas fucking Jane, James, Jason Bateman, Parker Posey, Nancy Pimentel, the screenwriter in the movie herself. It says Thomas Jane. Wow. All right. Thomas fucking Jane. Yeah. Oh, Christina Applegate. Yeah, this is gonna be great. She's great. Oh, has a twenty six percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I, I liked this, this when I was younger. I just don't. I haven't seen it in so long that. Oh, I, it looks like it has a twenty six percent critics, but I don't know what the audience is. It must be some form of fresh. If I put it on the list, um, but yeah. Oh, I could. I could definitely. If twenty six is the critic, I think we know pretty safely that audience has got to be at least above a seventy. On yeah, yeah. I would not. I would not have put it on the list otherwise. Because like this is a movie that a fuckload of people know. Yeah. And love. That's what I thought. 26 is low, though. That is low. 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 All right. Well, it's been a pleasure, um, you guys. Uh, Cara, thank you so much for joining us. Cara, thank you you so much. Please come back. Maybe I will make an appearance for the next. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, okay. You're welcome to to join us uh, on this Cameron Diaz saga that we have just signed up for even two movies will feel like unless we just make the rest of the podcast about that um <laughs> charlie's angels <laughs> charlie's angels full throttle um but yes please please come back anytime thank you so much anytime. for joining us and it was it was so nice to hear your your perspective on everything i hope we were we were uh kind and and caring and we were able hosts and we were able to give you the stage that you needed Brandon, same to you, my good friend. It's been I a feel pleasure. Good about it. Nice to see you again. We took a, we took ourselves a little break there. I'm glad we're trucking through, um, and I'm looking forward to the sweetest thing. Any any uh, anything else you wanted to add? I I will give out. Uh, or yeah, with anything else you want to add? Yeah, I I will just say uh, follow us on yeah, there it Twitter. Is. Um, comment on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen. Yeah. Polarize pod or polarize the pod. Twitch, Twitter. Um, Rate and review us on iTunes and have yourself a lovely day. No, no matter what. what, Have a very merry holiday. Have a very happy, (laughs) happy Christmas. One and all. Um, We love you. Sam Cook music. And love love yourself and and love those that uh, that are close. <laughs> Thank you. And keep each other warm at night. <laughs> <laughs>